Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you y'all had an amazing week. I know I had a pretty good week. It's always a good week when me and the wife can have a good date night. It's always beautiful. Ryan, how was your week, man? How you been doing, bro? Uh, not a highlight week by any means. It, it was actually a, a pretty mediocre week. I would love to know what the hell a highlight week is for you. Like, what happens when you want a highlight week? Like, the hearing aid business is booms and all of a sudden everybody goes deaf. Boss is happy, friends happy. Nobody's got any negative information. Obama's president again. That's a good week. Oh, okay. You trying to go back to that time. Okay, okay I, I understand. Sean, how you been doing, man? How, how the Wolverines doing? They're doing great. Oh, great. They're doing really good. They be living piss out of Nebraska, uh, which, was, which was fun to see. Nice to see. Now my bears, now we gotta talk about that. They're shit. tanking. I think they're trying to tank now, ooh, ooh. which I don't even mind them doing. Just go ahead and get it over with. Just go ahead. I, can I like enter like a transfer transfer team, <laughs> enter the transfer protocol or some shit? Like, At I this deal point, if you team, leave like, the bears as yeah, a fan, I can. think everybody's yeah. gonna understand. Yeah, I gotta stay. But, you have to. But they got the number one. If they tank, they'll get the number one and two picks next year. And I think they can make something of it, but I, I just I don't even watch them. I, I fell asleep on them and woke up and they lost. I'm like, what the hell? It was up twenty eight to seven. I fell asleep. Well, and woke y'all up lost, and they lost the Broncos. The Broncos. Yeah. They, they gave up three hundred points the uh, week before. So you should have a new head coach. Yeah, he should fire him. Yeah, he yeah. should have got fired. Yeah, y'all must just bring back Lovey Smith, man. Yeah, Lovey no Smith did the best. Every coach besides him had a losing record. I don't understand. If it. if Justin Fields was quarterback during the Lovey Smith years, you would have had one or two Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. If, I don't think Justin Fields is going to be there. Uh, unfortunately, I think they're going to part ways. Damn with him. shame. It's, That's a damn shame. I sat there and watched Daniel Jones stink up the joint. Yeah. My boy Tyrod Taylor sitting on the bench. It's, They're paying this guy forty million dollars. They don't want you. Wouldn't want to put Tyrod Taylor in that offense. That dude got sacked eleven times last night. Hey, he would have got rid of the ball. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's not just gonna curl up in a ball you don't and want take him a sack. Get hit like that, man. If you want him to at least have a chance to play next year too, somewhere because they're 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 just as bad, if not worse than the Bears. They're just as bad. So uh, besides the Bears, just had a good week, man. I I ended up watching a movie last night and one we're gonna talk about here later, but haven't seen much movies, anything new. Uh, recently, uh, I've been trying to catch stuff here and there, but with sports being on, that kind of takes up most of my time. But I find it, find some some time to watch some shows and some movies when I can. So I'm glad yeah. you asked that question to Sean, Tommy, because if there is one bright spot in my life, the sports world has been treating me really yeah, good. It is good. We don't talk about baseball much, but fr- since I was a kid, my three favorite teams have always been the Buffalo Bills the Chicago Bulls, and the Atlanta Braves. We're not going to talk about the Chicago Bulls right now. No, we're not. But the Atlanta (laughs) Braves have been kicking ass in baseball. If you guys follow baseball even in the least, check out what they're doing. No, not in the least. When it gets to the the actual, uh, what do you call it? Playoffs? Playoffs. When it gets to the championship, I watch that. I just can't keep up with baseball. But, uh, I mean, football, of course I do. Historic season, yeah. Atlanta Braves are probably going to have – the MVP in Acuna, mm-hmm. and we had the best record in the league, and we have been hitting the hell out the ball. That's good. Yes. I, I won't mind rooting for them. I don't care who wins, really. Uh, but I'll watch them just because I don't care. I don't really have – I mean, I'm, I like the Yankees, but I don't even think they made the playoffs, did they? They um, didn't. No, they sucked. They yeah, sucked I think they said this is like the first time that the, the Yankees – the Red Sox and the Dodgers didn't make the playoffs. The Dodgers didn't make it. I don't think the Dodgers made it. What? I don't think the Dodgers even made it this year. Oh man, I, I just I, I would say football, that's a damn shame. Once but. football came on, I was done with baseball. I didn't watch it that much, anyways. I only betted on it, 
So uh, and I got my ass whipped in it uh, in baseball, but football I've been winning lately. So I, I won. You're a gambling of, on football? Yeah, I mean, I won a couple hundred dollars this weekend off of Damn. football. Yep. Yep, so. Man, you really are a gambler. I am, man. man. I am. Man, you, you really, you might have gone to rehab. I think so. I need to call. They got a number on the back of the <laughs> card that they gave me. They got Somebody TV commercials. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm quite there yet, but this is what we do at work. Is when we go on break, we talk about movies and we talk about who's gambling on what, you know, so, uh, which is funny. And of course, it's uh, Halloween season, guys. If you do roll down this street, you yes. can't miss it. You can't this, miss it this, on this, this street. street got this. They must got like a competition. If you go this way. Oh, my God. My God. That's one of my favorite things man. to do. Every once in a while, I'll like drive around the neighborhood. Or I'll take a different route uh-huh. home from work. I'm like, man, who got their Halloween decorations? <laughs> they, got, they got like 30-foot skeletons down here. And, I don't know. I they mean, got like the big spiders yeah, on the roof and everything. Like, they getting really creative. So I do appreciate are. like a good decoration uh, set up at somebody's house. I, I, like, I do appreciate that. Halloween overkill this street. decorations more than I like Christmas decorations because they you can go all out with Halloween put anything that you might like particularly but uh yeah I, they, this whole street here every other house has got something crazy going on so I like that that's I don't think they're trying to decorate they just got a shitty house they just look haunted yeah <laughs> well they got maybe that is it too because uh I saw little kids playing in the street and shit like that damn what are, what are they, they like look, Marvin, look at this house I'm like no 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 no, no. that house is abandoned <laughs> yeah yes. That shit is condemned. It's about to get about torn to down. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, Halloween is here. It's I know. Feel like it. Feel like July is still. Somehow. No, that's I can, what I'm I, talking about. It's hot. You know how you can. You know how you know when you can just like feel like it's about to rain. Yeah. Like as soon as it get close to October, I, I can feel like the white girl fall getting ready to kick in. <laughs> I can I can smell the pumpkin in the air. Yeah. The pumpkin spice is all up in there. I can get I can get a whiff of candy corn. Well, Next thing you know, you see yoga pants and UGG boots oh, yeah. all up and down the streets. Oh yeah. Oh man, it is. Hoodies, it is a wonderful yeah. time. Hoodie oh, season. Yeah, Finally is my hoodie season, and, man. Because after today, it's going to start to being cold oh, again. Yeah. Yeah, you can figure out about this heat, Ryan, because I think it drops down to like the fifties. Uh, shit, Saturday and Sunday, like the late fifties. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so. well, that's, that's not bad. Though. That's not bad. That. Take that. No, that, that is perfect weather. That's for hoodie me. weather right there in that night football game, crisp Halloween setting. That's dope. That's what this I is like. the weather. I don't mind camping. In. I don't. I could go camping in this if you like. If just you start to. the fire and keep yeah. it going all day. Yeah, that's, that's what I want. Yeah, yeah. Tell some scary stories and we'll be good to go. I like this. I like fall weather the best. I get rid of this eighty-five degree shit. I'm tired of sweating at work and shit. I got to turn my air conditioner on. In the morning, it's cool. At night, it's kind of cool. But during the day, it's hot as shit. So I, I, I think we're about done with that 88, 85 stuff. So. It's very confusing why I got to yeah. turn the heat and the AC on in the same <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah, that's what my, my allergies and my sciences are messing up because it's cool in the morning and hot during the day, then cool at night. Like, man, I don't know what to do, you know. So, But, yeah, man, Halloween time is here, and I'm uh, I'm pretty excited for that. So, Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. okay. I'm always excited right. for that, and I'm yeah. excited to talk about some movies with you. Oh, yeah, let's week. get to it. All right, man, who got they saying innovation ready to go? Ryan, all right, you said it. Yeah, you can go first. <laughs> I was going to pick on you all episode. Go ahead. I, I deserve it. Sorry for being late, fellas. Sorry about that. Um, have you guys seen any new movie trailers this week? Um, uh, Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, did, yeah, I saw that a couple weeks ago. Did knock my socks off, but I yeah. saw it. Well, not much knock your ex- socks off, if you're going to be honest. <laughs> Every time you I see a good trailer. take my socks off. You know point. what? I've been listening to old episodes. You ever listen to old episodes like Among Us and we arguing, like me and Sean be on the same page and Ryan come in, feet five, full fun and all of our, <laughs> our happy good time. He's like, man, that chill's eye. Yeah, yeah. We give it a good grade. Oh, that might be the worst man, thing I've ever that, seen. That's yeah. one of the worst trailers I've ever seen in my life. Like, Ryan, damn. Yeah. Like, we all happy. And here you go, man. Just going like fucking Ebenezer Scrooge all of our good times. It's, it's not on. on purpose. I promise. I promise. I swear. We saw we saw the Blue Beetle trailer, and then here come Ryan, man. Man, 
Now that was, was justified. That is many I, movies and trailers. If you guys have seen, I don't know. The trailer is supposed to do its job, get people excited. If it didn't get you excited, then I'm sorry, man. It didn't work on you. You must be the one out of a million. It didn't, right there. It didn't work. It flopped at the box office, and the movie itself was. At the very least, I ain't. All right, man, tell the truth. You the one dude that hits dislike on a YouTube video before you watch it. <laughs> no, no, no. He's like, not, that is bullshit. Not, not dislike. If, if it's Marjorie Taylor Greene, yeah, I'm disliking that shit. Shut your ass up. I don't. Uh, the the ugly white congresswoman okay. who's okay. I knew exactly anything Trump about. says mm-hmm. is the gospel. Apparently. Yeah, she is the, one of the most disgusting figures in American pop culture. Well, until Mar- she makes a movie, we shouldn't talk about her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want the government Mar- showing up on my door. Yeah, <laughs> if something happens to Marjorie Taylor Greene, yeah, you can show up. We on my had door nothing first. to it do me. with it. We are upstanding citizens. I've never even left the state of Indiana. I'm not gonna snitch you out. It was all me, Tommy. I did it. If something happens to her, I did it. But on a more positive note, one of the more positive trailers that I've seen this year, maybe top five trailer of 2023. Okay, I feel like I missed this trailer, but tell me which one I'm missing. Um, movie called Silent Night. Did you guys see the Silent Night trailer? Uh-uh. No, not at all. Now, this is a rarity in the trailer world. It, it happens sometimes, but not often. Usually they try to sell the premise of the story and the big A brand actor. But the lead actor in this movie is uh, the guy best known from Suicide Squad, Joel Kinnaman. Oh, the, oh, the dude that played the uh, Robocop. Yeah. 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 He, he was, okay, I, Dr. Started, Dr. I didn't uh, still didn't see that remake. He, he, he was Robocop in that, okay. Yeah, he was the new Robocop. I just all I see him in is that Will Smith Suicide Squad. Yeah, he this is flat. Katana. Her yeah. soul and yeah. takes your soul in his sword. Yeah, it wasn't a good. One. <laughs> What's his name? Sergeant this Flag or Colonel Flag? Colonel Flag. Yeah, Colonel like Flag. Flag yeah. Which he he was a bright spot in Suicide Squad and the uh, Idris Elba Suicide Squad. He yeah, I, I haven't really seen him do do any ill will in any movie. He's always pretty solid. I do think he's a good actor. Wasn't he in what was that one movie where he did with uh, Ian oh, Nelson the, the or killing? whatever? It was like a um, run all night or something like that. It had common in there as like a hitman. Like uh-huh. a, I think uh, Liam Nielsen had a son who uh, who got mixed up in some kind of uh, crime or whatever. And then oh, like run his, all night, yeah, run, run all night. night. That's run what it was. Night. And he played. I that. thought that was pretty good. I like that one. He okay. played that uh, car- uh, carbon something. Carbon copy or carbon, some shit like that. Carb, it was like hitting and then um the the what's the dude the Falcon took over for it. Yeah, I, I remember that one. That yeah, one, like altered carbon, altered carbon or something like that. Yeah, I, I remember, remember that the first show. few yeah. episodes was pretty good, but then it just fell off really fast. And then he played in our show with Old Girl, The Killing. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's still gonna be his uh, yeah. his best. He project was young as hell in that. Yeah, I like. What that. channel does The Killing come on? Um, it's an older show that came. I on can't remember. Is Netflix, it? I think. Netflix I think it started on Netflix and maybe on Amazon at this point. Yeah, that's right a now. great show. That's really dark. If you get a chance to watch that, it, it's it's definitely one of my favorite. Yeah, shows. mine too. Like if you want something like to watch around Halloween time, just like a, a creepy murder yeah. mystery or whatever. Like that that was it's definitely one of those dark. shows. Like I, I love that show. Even though that actress, she didn't become shit after that show. Really, she just, she just don't even look like a police officer, but she plays it well though. I really like. It. She it takes place in Seattle, so it's always gloomy and dark. There's it's raining every damn day. Well, that makes sense because yeah. she pale as shit. I can tell yeah. she ain't got no sun. Yeah. yeah, she lives like in a boat on the water and shit. Like, like she, yeah. she sleep under a dark cloud yeah. every night. Like I don't know what's going on in her life. But him and her are two investigator on this this girl who got killed really bad, or a, a girl who was murdered. And the whole show it just takes twists and turns, but it's called the killing. It's really I liked it. Was now, really good. now wasn't it like two full seasons? They was doing like this one case. 
I think it was a one whole season where it was one whole case. It was a long season. I could have sworn to season two. They was like wrapping up the case and then I they like found that. out like another angle of like yeah. the, the murder or something like that. It was a really good show, I Ryan. I think you would actually happened. enjoy it. I can't remember who did it, but I, I, that's why I need to watch it again. It's really good. I know. I love when and, I watch a good show and I haven't seen it for a while and then I watch it all over again. It's kind of like the Men in Black effect. Like yeah. my memory got erased and I got to remind myself exactly what happened. It's, I love it. It's I go sad. back to my favorite shows all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, if I got nothing else to watch, big yeah. time. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no problem. I, I probably uh, inst- uh, instigated that sidetracking. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah, this is one of the rare, rare trailers where the plot line and the uh, <coughs> main star is not the main attraction. And yeah, so this trailer starts off with a whole bunch of badass action scenes and then it's the main title says from the legendary director this is a trailer that sells itself on the director so we're gonna go to one of my heroes john woo john woo thank you thank you sean thank you google uh this please do do yourselves a favor watch that trailer when you guys leave this podcast you're in for a treat i already marked it on my page mm-hmm. right you're, now you're i'm gonna watch that when treat. i get home so you don't before you don't think john woo gonna do a good job with aquaman no, that's James Wan. Oh, James, James Wan. Wan. I keep getting them confused. And I want to yeah, yeah. and I want to give my shout out to John Woo, but I did see Saw X or Saw Ten, and oh, you did. Oh, I, awesome. I did and enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a big fan of the franchise, but I just want to say it's quite admirable that James Wan, the director of Saw mm-hmm. One and Two, and Conjuring One through Two made both of those damn near I know the Conjuring for sure is a billion dollar franchise but Saw franchise has got to be close itself this man has made two two franchises that have made boatloads of money even after he departed he has launched franchises for two different studios James Wan is the mother freaking man James Wan he, he actually got Aquaman man. to a billion he made Aquaman made a billion dollars. That when, surprised us. When it looked like the DCEU was just about to crash and burn. And then, unfortunately, that carcass got dragged for another three or four years. Yeah, we ain't got a sidetrack. Uh, I mean, he did uh, my yeah. conjuring. He did James Wan did the conjuring. So, I mean, did, I, he, did he direct Malignant? Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah. Yes, did. that's the fuck he did. I love I, that man. I still stand by that movie. I don't give a damn what the fuck. I don't give a damn any. I love it. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Um, we're going to talk about another Asian man today uh, from my stand ovation, Mr. John Woo, who I began to worship in 1997 after uh, my dad took me to see Face Off in the theaters. Um, I think we all became a fan after that. A, a big time. Uh, he he kind of blew up and he was the go-to director at that time after Face Off came out. At that time, if you wanted to make an action movie, it was either Ridley Scott or John Woo after Face Off. Now... Looking back at his catalog, it was not the first movie I saw of of John Woo's. But uh, the first movie I saw was a very mediocre John Claude Van Damme movie called Hard Target. That was his first movie uh, he made in the United States. He had already made 20 movies in China. I had no idea he did that movie. Hard Target, yeah, the one where John Claude Van Damme has the ponytail and he stands on top of a motorcycle and jumps oh, on top shit, of Oh, shit, man. Is that where he truck. had, like, that power mullet? He, he did, yes. He had he that slick back mullet? Oh, he he had the mullet with the full ponytail wrapped up. 
And at one point, yeah, he actually uh, catches a snake with his bare hands <clears throat> from biting his girlfriend in the woods. That movie's terrible, actually. It, that movie, I remember it is. Yeah. Car Target is is absolute garbage. It's it's a guilty pleasure. I ain't gonna lie. I have I have mine as well. I can watch a bad movie and still be entertained. This is a skill set that I have. Agreed. Now, <laughs> this next one I'm going to name is the second John Woo movie I ever saw, and I I saw Hard Target on VHS tape. This second movie I saw in the theater. Some might not like it. It's a guilty pleasure to me. I love it. If I say um, Christian Slater and John Travolta, what's the first movie that comes to mind? Broken Arrow. <laughs> We're go die. Uh, yeah, uh, I love that movie. You're making me blush. Now. I'm telling you, I'm man, there, right there's now. a Black hot redhead in a movie. I'm going to find it. <laughs> yes, you I'm going to spit that shit out like white girl spit out pumpkin spice. <laughs> I'm going to find that. Like, what? There's a redhead. Oh, oh man. Right, here we go. Oh, your boy Hans Zimmer delivered on that movie, too. I love that. I love that, that action movie score in Broken Arrow. Yes. I saw Broken Arrow in the theater, but that was only a warm-up. I had no idea that my brain would be blown the, the way Face Off blew my blew my brains out. That that movie is just action, masterpiece, personified. Uh, when we talk about best action movies, that's always going in the list. Yes, I, whatever John Wick movie you're talking about, uh, whatever Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Jet Lee, for just talking about shoot 'em up action movies, any category, Face Off is always in that top five for me. I I love that movie. Like, it's such like a stylized like action movie. If with, that's with, even a with thing. an American because, budget, because you know how some people just fall in love with the slow with the slow mo camera work. Mm-hmm. I like how we stylize like some of the fight scenes they have, even in a face off. Like you remember you see a slow mo walk, you know some shit's about to go down. Or what's this thing? Whatever he, I think he did like a pigeon or Doves. a dove starts yeah, flying. I'm yeah. like, oh shit, here we go. Like, why is there a dove in the middle of these two motorcycles? I don't get it, but I'm <laughs> I'm all here for it. So yeah, I appreciate your artwork, man. Everybody everybody's favorite director probably has like a as a little a little stamp or like a watermark of their work, so that's his. Hey. Oh yeah, yeah. Nicholas Cage spinning around and grabbing that gold forty five on his back in slow mo. Few things are cooler in cinema. Than I that. swear, if I ever hit it big or I win something at the casino, if I can come up with a shitload of money, I am going to find an auction. I'm going to find those gold forty five. <laughs> I, I, I want to own those damn guns. I'm telling you. And I'm not even going to load them up and shoot them. I'm just going to keep them in a glass case. I'm going to tell everybody, hey, like Nicholas Cage. Touch these guns right here. You have no idea who Nicolas Cage is, man, but he is like a god amongst men. <laughs> and he and, carried these in one of the best movies ever created, Face Off. And I'm like, All right, I'm, I need these damn weapons in my uh, my little museum if I ever get a chance to create one. I love those damn weapons. I love I love, love them. Absolutely. And I guarantee you it's going to be the least suspected person you think who owns that guns. I recently found out that one of my favorite athletes of all time, Mr. Doug Flutie, former Buffalo Bills quarterback, former Heisman Trophy winner from Boston College. Uh-huh. He owns the Adam West Batmobile. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dave, Doug Flutie drives around California in the Adam West Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Put a new engine in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, yeah, you'd be surprised how, who owns stuff. I saw Tracy Morgan say he owns one of Michael Jackson gloves. So he bought it. Really? Yeah. He, he got that off that Walmart truck. Yeah. He said he did. He said he has it. Uh, you know, he, I don't know. If it's he did a lot of live shows. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Michael Jackson. He wore Tracy that. Morgan. There's, he's, Michael Jackson's got to yeah. got to worn at least three hundred gloves. Did you ever hear? Um, Alfonso Ribeiro said that uh, he 
he I guess he used to be with Michael Jackson at some point, and uh, they were doing a show, and he was a little kid. Michael um, Roberto Carlton was a little kid, and um, Michael Jackson was, was supposed to come on stage, but he had to use the bathroom and dropped his glove in the toilet and while he <laughs> while he had pissed in it. And it was like, wait, who said this? Uh, Carlton, Alfonso Ribeiro. He said that Michael Jackson dropped his. He was on um, the Rich Eisen show the other day talking about it. He said, yeah, Michael Jackson dropped his his glitter glove in the toilet while he had peed in it. And he said Michael Jackson started freaking out, like, oh, I don't know what to do. And he said he he don't he didn't have like an extra glove. He said so they didn't say nothing about it. And he said he went to stage and he said evidently Michael Jackson grabbed a pissy glove and put it on. And went to stage with it. This, uh, this is what he said. Yeah. I, I, I want to believe that, but... I can't see him... I, that's not the first time I'm I heard sure him say that. somebody went to yeah. a sink and tried to rinse yeah. it off or yeah, he was saying he was a kid, and he was Michael Jackson was presenting some reward, award or something. He's on a rich eyes, and look it up when you can. He said Michael Jackson dropped his glove in the toilet before he was supposed to come out. He was, well, yeah. But yeah. if Michael Jackson's in the bathroom... There's at least 30 security guards. Oh, I'm sure. But this is what Carlton said. I can't imagine him just making that up. But, I mean, I know my, Carlton was like a dan- like a little kid dancer when he was little. Yeah. You know? So he was he was doing something. I don't know. But that's what he said. I don't know. All right. That's an interesting story. Yeah, I, I need to look at that. Yeah. That, I, I mean, it's this. bad enough he's considered a pedophile. Now he's got to wear pissy gloves on stage <laughs> on top of that. It's not that's enough. What, hey, Carlton, uh, Fels Roberto said that. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, that's a, that 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 that's an interesting story. Yeah, I don't I know how he went to face up. off to that. I don't but, know. But uh, yeah, I, well, we were talking about weird, weird stuff. Weird by. Yeah, okay. I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what Tr- Tracy Morgan said. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. There's Luke Skywalker's uh, lightsaber, and then right beneath that is the Go 45s. I'm telling you, ranking light lying. weapons. That that's one of those. Somebody, that owns, lying. somebody owns Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. I'm pretty Fuck sure somebody that. does. George Lucas probably has. I hope so. Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah, or or him, Luke Skywalker. Uh, what's his name? Mark Hamill might have it. I can't see him. If I if I can get a hand on a lightsaber. Yeah. Oh, and I'll, keep in mind, we dope. missed out on uh, on Finn wielding that lightsaber. He got to hold it in force. I don't want you to get sidetracked with this, man. I feel like every time you bring this up, it's PTSD. Fuck. Wrap it up with John Woo, man. Come on. Fuck. I I knew I was going to have to give him some wrap it up music. It's it's y'all's fault for this. Um, But uh, Blockbuster, you got a lot of John Woo rentals out of me because, yeah, after Face Off, anything directed by John Woo, I was checking out. Now, he, I, I mentioned the dud of Hard Target, and we just get the quick other duds out the way that he made in America. Not a fan of Mission Impossible 2. It's got its good points, but I think we'll all agree, hands down, Mission Impossible 2 is the weakest of the franchise, and I didn't see that coming because the trailers and the hype for that movie, I really thought I was going to pretty much see Face Off 2 when that was coming. I, could, I couldn't wait for Mission Impossible 2. Um, let me see here. Hold on. There's one more dud. Oh, yeah. One of the worst Dolph Lundgren movies I've ever seen, and that's saying a lot. That is saying a lot. I've seen a movie with Bruce Lee's son, the guy from the original Crow, and this movie is worse than this movie called Blackjack, where he's a professional assassin. I don't remember this movie. (laughs) Yeah, nobody does, and that's a good thing. Your life is better if you never watch Black. So if you enjoy watching bad movies, Blackjack is at the top of the list. This is straight to Vio Supreme, and it was shit. But let's get into the masterpieces here. Most people have seen Face Off. Most people have seen Mission Impossible 2. I implore you, 
they don't, and much as I love face, face Off, they don't hold a candle to Hard Boiled or The Killer. Please, if you like cinema in general, I don't even care if action movies aren't your genre and you just go to rom-coms, you owe it to yourself. If you're a movie fan, Hard Boiled and The Killer has to be on your top 100 movies to watch before you die list. Absolute masterpieces. And if there's ever a selling point that I can get Tommy to watch this, Hard Boiled from 1992 has the best tracking shot in movie history. Well, you know, I'm this movie is over 30 years old shot. and has yet to be topped with digital advancements and everything. You see cameras going through multiple floors on elevators, grenades being thrown all in one take, people getting blown up, flying through windows in a hospital. The last there's a th- there's a 20 minute tracking shot in Hard Boiled that is the stuff of cinema legend. I would say, yeah, if you end up in film school. Your teacher should show you this and say, hey. 20 minutes? 20 minute tracking shot. And it's not just people walking and talking either. People are getting blasted in the chest with shotguns. Grenades getting thrown. People flying through windows, getting shot in the head. It's, I I was only 10 years old watching this shit. I I couldn't believe it. I could not believe what I was seeing. And I I was obsessed. Yeah, from me watching Face Off, going to Blockbuster, renting Hard Boiled and The Killer, I, I worship John Woo from that point. Uh, and he made other multiple masterpieces. A Better Tomorrow 1 and 2 also stars Chung, Chow Young-Fat. Great. There's also an underrated movie he made in the United States with your boy Nicolas Cage, Tommy. It's called Wind Talkers. Uh, when they were using Navajo, Native American code in World War II. That's a great war movie. And I can't freaking wait. I, I do want to say that... Um, for movie directors, they kind of veer off once they get over their fifties. So I, I've, I've, I think I might even come to the conclusion that Martin Scorsese might be the best filmmaker in American history, just because he's still kicking ass in his seventies. Uh, what, what he's done recently in his late age in his sixties and seventies is nothing short of remarkable when most filmmakers start to fall off. I, 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 and if John Woo pulls this off, he gets to go in the Martin Scorsese and there's one other one. And keep in mind, I'm even saying Spielberg, he fell off when he started getting older. Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> fell off when he started getting in his fifties and sixties, his movie started to suck. And, uh, even, even my boy Clint Eastwood, I used to love a movie directed by Clint Eastwood. Even he fell off once he started getting older in age, but Martin Scorsese with what he did with the Irishman and, what George Miller did with Mad Max Fury Road. That, Mad Max Fury Road and Irishman, those two movies were directed by two directors in their late 70s. And it, those movies had the same energy and pulse as a first-time filmmaker in his early 20s who might not ever get to make a movie again. And they just had to go all out. It's nothing short of remarkable. Even... even Greats like Spielberg and Hitchcock fell off once they got in their 60s and 70s. So John Woo, who was also in his 70s, I'm hoping I can put you in that same George Miller, Martin Scorsese category of showing these young punks what the business is and kicking everybody's ass. Silent Night comes out in December. John Woo, please put your stamp on cinema again. Stand ovation for you, sir. That's a beautiful one right there. 
I appreciate John Woo, even though he made that bullshit paycheck movie with Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. <laughs> that was... Oh man! Well, uh, if you, you think you ever see, you hey, talk about a tough watch, man. That movie was a tough watch. I was a, trying to be an apologist for that movie for a very long time. That is a very tough watch. I deliberately left that out just because I wanted to talk about Blackjack. But Paycheck is better than Blackjack. <laughs> if you think Paycheck was bad, wait till you watch Dolph Lundgren and in, in, in Blackjack. That's saying a lot. With uh, one tenth of the budget, you could tell Paycheck they put some money in that. Blackjack, this this was straight mm-hmm. to video spec. But this was Dolph Lundgren usual budget, one to two million dollars, and a whole bunch of extras and a boom mic that you see in the background. <laughs> it, it's it's bad. It, Blackjack is bad. Okay, I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> All right, Sean, you want to go next? Yeah, before I go, uh, Damon Wayans Jr. will be here again this weekend. I I, I know I saw that. I yeah. actually want to go see that one. Hopefully, yeah. he got a new set. I know his last I, set was funny as if, hell. If it was, if it's, I was worried it's going to be the same thing he did last time I saw him, but. Uh, yeah, that's, I forgot all about that. I might have to check him out. Um, I'm going to go with this guy. I'm going to be quick with him because I don't know a lot of movies he's in. But as soon as I tell you who you, you guys are going to know, the, his name is Martin Sokus. He plays the bad guy in the first Equalizer. I the know exactly Russian who you're dude, talking that about. Dude from Lord he's of been Rings. in a lot of movies. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. Yeah, but I, for, for, for the life of me, I, I've seen him around. But some of these movies that they got him in, I didn't know he was in. Um, there's a movie that I guess we missed when we talked about Jim Carrey called Dark Crimes. Did we talk about that? Yeah, I remember bringing that up. Oh, like really? Him trying to do like a serious film. Yeah, that's the one. He's this Martin Sokis guy is in that movie, Dark Crimes. When did that come out? Dark 20, Crimes. 2016, Jim Carrey. I missed that and one. This, but this dude, Martin Sokis. Uh, Kingdom of Heaven. I don't. I think you talked about that, right? Oh, yeah. Ridley Scott. Yeah, yeah. You, you ought to be ashamed of yourselves. You I haven't, haven't seen, seen that. that. I haven't, I've heard about that for a long time ago. I, a long time, and I haven't seen it. That's a masterpiece. Uh, Eon Flux. He's in that. Uh, is that the one with, uh, with Charlie Steron? Charlie Steron. Terrible yeah. movie. I've never seen that one either. Terrible movie. Triple uh, X, I have seen that, but I don't remember him in this. He was a bad guy in he, there when, when Vin Diesel had to infiltrate like that little. Um, that little group or whatever. He's like, always he was, the he bad guy. Of it. Always That's, that's why guy. I wanted to talk. He was in Born um, Supremacy, too. Um, voice. Oh, she was that phone oh, ringing scene. Yeah, he was. Yeah, okay. That I was one of the worst yeah. like, uh, action scene sequences. See, I See, that's when Shaky the Cam. The camera work yeah. was yeah. terrible on that That's one. when I started hating um, Shaky Cam. I, I, I only super really remember him in Equalizer and Lord of the Rings. He played one of the elves when they went into the forest. He was one of the elf with the, what's her, the queen the elf queen name. Um, Wait a minute. He was one one of them in there? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, he was in there. Yeah, he was one. Of, remember they was in the woods in the first, the Fellowship of the Ring? I do. And they walked into the, and then uh, the dwarf was talking real loud. Yeah, it was like, nobody can sneak yeah, up on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, um, What the fuck is her name? I can't remember her name. That but was he, Kate Blanchett. Kate, as, as the lead I elf. Yeah, but I can't remember the elf's name. But anyway, she he was part of that. Legolas. Legolas is. Uh, uh, little crew. He was part of that crew. He was one of the elf. Huh. I, yeah, I'm yeah, about to rewatch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, okay. he was in there. Sweet. I forgot about that. So, and I forgot he was in the Amazing Spider-Man too. Okay, yeah, he was he a very was? small. He he was like one of the scientists that was working on um, Electro. Jamie really? Fox's oh, character. that almost that was him. That was him. Feels beneath him. You know him. why? Because he's. I keep thinking he's Russian, and he's not Russian. He's something else. But uh, he does the Russian accent really well. I know. Uh, but um, he yeah, he Lord of Rings, Spider-Man two, and Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, he was in Sin City also. Um, the first one? He was in the first Sin City? Sin City, um, A Dame to Kill. I don't know if that's the first one. That I don't was think the second that's, one. Okay. 
I don't. He quite. wasn't that shitty sequel. He was. He, okay. You didn't like that one? Okay. The first yeah. one's classic. Abraham yeah. Lincoln, the vampire movie he was in. Oh, the vampire hunter. The vampire hunter. Abraham, the witch is terrible. I did not I like actually, that. That was stupid. I thought. Yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting. Oh. I, I enjoyed it a little bit. Okay. Apparently, that book was pretty incredible. Huh. Well, was, I guess I just wanted to talk about how good of a villain he is. He's a perfect villain. Like, he really I, is. He Please, looks like Sean, yeah. watch Kingdom of Heaven. Kingdom because, of Heaven. Yeah. He, he plays once you told me who yeah. it was. Uh, Kingdom of Heaven okay. and Born Supremacy are the two roles that always pop up. I guess even I, more so than the Equalizer for me. Well, he played a really good villain, the Equalizer. He that did. first one, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Kingdom of Heaven is going to rock your both y'all's worlds. I, I guarantee. You. And this movie called Chevalier. I never Chevalier. This look. I, I remember it when it came out like last year, but it's not something I would have watched. Uh, I just wanted to talk about it real quick because I. I as I was leaning up to Equalizer 3, I remember I watched Equalizer 1, and I was like, man, he he, what makes that one the best to me? Because he was such a good bad guy, and I wanted him to get it. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm sick of this dude. Like he's, But he was very intimidating as a bad guy, just the way he talked and how cool he was and his... His uh, he was distinguished, but he was still evil as hell. You know, he had yeah, all, the of all the movies of the Equalizer. Yeah. He was probably the best bad. He guy. was the best bad guy, and he, I'm he, agree with that. I will. He agree. was formidable for for Denzel for me, and I I thought Pedro about him. Pascal could have been a much better character. Yeah, he, he was. It was still like he was being Pedro Pascal. You didn't have anything extra to him. He was just in the. It movie. was too yeah, obvious. Yeah, he it was, was going to be the. They tried yeah. to make a mystery around it. It was yeah. just so obvious he was going to be the right. Bad. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying, but for me tonight, I just wanted to give him a standing ovation. Yeah, uh, he's 57 years old. He's been around for a while. He's only 57. 57 years old. Damn. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's been around for a while. Um, he was actually from New Zealand, so uh, he's not oh. Russian at all. But he no plays, wonder he was in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's what makes him a good actor. Perfect. He's perfect for those roles. And he wasn't a bad guy in that Lord of the Rings, but he plays a perfect bad guy for me. His face uh, when he's talking to Denzel and he and he's telling him, uh, what, "Who do you think I am?" And he's talking to Denzel, and you're like a uh, 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 something like a bottle kept, just something I want to remove. And it's just his his fierceness in that movie. And when they go into the hardware shop at the end. And it's just him and Denzel trying to duke it out. I, I just really liked him in that. And I I, I have to watch this Kingdom of Heaven because it's been out forever since we've damn near been in high school, damn near. So uh, I, I want to hear y'all's opinion yeah, when I you find I want to watch that because I like that's, this that's guy his as a signature villain. role. Okay, you're going to love this. And, I, I think and it's he, got Liam Neeson in it. Okay, and I really think that he, if I had to make a movie... I, he would be on the list as like a good villain, you know. If I want to, he's got to be villain, supporting actor yeah. Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, he's pretty good, and he's a pretty good uh, bad guy that somebody you're not going to like in the movie, but that makes him great. So uh, Martin Sokis, I guess that's how you say his name. He's been around for a while, 57 years old. I just thought I'd give him a standing ovation because, like I said, I watched Equalizer, the first one, leaning up to the third Equalizer, and I just thought of him recently. So, yeah, oh, that's going to be a standing ovation for me tonight. I think he slept on a little bit. So. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. him in at least 10 movies. Yeah, he's, I have no idea what his name was. Martin Sokis. I never think he's like the lead actor, but he's always never. in there somewhere, you know. So. That's the majority a, of most acting careers. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one right there. Yeah. I don't really give like him that much thought, other than those like Equalizer and the shaky cam and Born Supremacy. The Born Supremacy. I, I remember him for a bad reason for that. And that, one, self, I remember and that freaking phone ringing for the whole five minute fight scene. I was just like, oh man, this oh, is so yeah. Good. That camera Terrible. put that camera put me to sleep actually the first time. I, 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 I end up loving that movie, yeah. and Carl Urban is actually the best villain in that movie. Oh, okay. Carl Urban is badass. Mr. In that movie. McClure. I forgot he was he was the one in the second one. right? Yes, he was. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, yeah. They had that big ass fight at the end. I was. Yeah, I like that guy. Oh, yeah. That's a good one right there. All right, so I'm. Uh, if y'all don't mind, I'm going to keep it black on a 
my side. That's what I'm talking about. Now, this one, <laughs> tell me because I seen him pop up on the Jamie Foxx show, and I had to remember, like, damn, man, like, this guy has been around for a very long time in this industry. Do you guys remember the Jamie Foxx show? Mm-hmm. Vividly. Now, you remember who? Still got a crush on the uh, oh. old girl in that. Oh, um, oh, um, I have to look at Fox. Uh, damn, what's her name? I don't remember her ah, name. Ah, shit, I'm ashamed. I, I know who you're talking about. She was bad. She Real was fine. so fine. I know who she. I could have swore she was on like the Power Show for a while. I can't remember. It was like Power Book or whatever those shows. I just remember she was in that show. But I know who you do. Her, her name was like Fancy or something fancy, like that on, yeah, the, fancy, on the show. Yeah. But yeah, I remember her. But my stand up is going to go to Garrett Morris. Are you, you the guys old, the old black guy? The old yeah, black yeah, guy. Yeah, from, yeah. Oh, nice. From the okay, Fox really great. Nice. Yeah. Now, mm. now he is an absolute. He's legend. still alive, right? Yeah, he's, he is. Gotta he be is in his late eighties. Uh, yeah, let me see. He's eighty-six years okay, old. Okay, yeah, eighty-six, and he's still he's still been working lately because I know he, he. A lot of us remember from the Jamie Foxx show. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was on the show uh, Two Broke Girls." You ever watched that one? Uh, some fine girls. Uh, some cat, fine girls, like Cat uh, Dennings. Yeah, and another one on there. Mm. Yeah, like it, she's fine whenever, as long as she's not talking. Yeah, I got to see her teeth in that the dark hair one. Yeah, yeah, she's super fine, but she's, whenever she body t- you hear her ooh. voice and her teeth, yeah. it's it is very annoying. It's very high pitched. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you, yeah, she's she's, she's not my in, favorite. It's, but it's the see. same girl that's in uh, WandaVision. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah. I know she's she, she played in, her. in the Thor movie. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah she yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, was. She looks better than I even thought. You know, like they, you could see. The way her body looks, like oh my god! But the way her body looks, she kind of has like that Christina Hendricks kind of. For sure, shape. she's a coke bottle shape for sure. But that, yeah. Yeah. but she they make her nerdy though. But go ahead, I'm sorry. They, they make her nerdy, but yeah. yeah, still that's your thing. Like <coughs> now, I, I still need a redhead. That's yeah, just me. I, I, that's that, that's yeah. white girl goth fantasy. Right yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> it really is. Like, we'll just watch Chucky marathons and shit. Man, I want to dig off. What the hell? <laughs> Shut up! Finish talking, man. Black stockings. Yeah. <laughs> Something's wrong with you, man. We're gonna talk about you one. All right. If y'all want to go all the way back to the seventy-five, Cooley High. Oh yeah, you, that's you what I'm there. talking about. Yes, yes. And of course, the that? classic uh, sitcom Martin. Remember he yes, was, uh, he was he was uh, Martin's boss at the radio yes, station. Yes, he was right oh, there. Yeah. a great character. I, know, I was on thinking there. of somewhere else I know him from, but yeah. yeah, and apparently he was part of the original cast for Saturday Night Live when it started in '75. Damn, Damn. I think he Good was for him. He, he did from '75 to '80, I believe. Did not know that. And little do most people know, he has like a very very small part in the first Ant Man movie. The first Ant Man. There was a scene where he, when, when he first puts he first puts on the suit. And then all of a sudden he shrinks down. He was in the bathtub. Then he just falls through the floor and the cracks and everything like that. And then he accidentally ends up outside the apartment and he falls onto a car. And then he expands, gets bigger again. Then the the hood of the or the roof of the car collapses. Whatever that that guy that's in the car that was Garrett Morrison. I have to rewatch that. That's a it, nice little it, tidbit. It was very time. brief, but I looked and I was like. Holy shit, man! That's fucking Garrett Morris right there, man! I can't believe he snuck into a fucking Marvel movie. That was good. good. That, that's awesome. That, Marvel loves doing that. Marvel loves just like Omar popping up in that first Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton. Omar's in that last fight scene. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, he's fighting uh, Abomination at the end. Omar is one of those. Extras. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, how the hell do they pull that shit off? It's it's pretty sneak. Yeah, it's pretty sneak. Yeah, uh, I like how they even put um, what's uh, Spider Man. I'm ashamed of myself. 
the uh, creator of Spider-Man and Fantastic Four, who pops up in all the Marvel movies. Oh, you're talking about Stan Lee. Stan Lee, yeah. He was in that first Tobey Maguire movie also. Yeah, he, he was in all the Tobey Maguire movies, actually. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Another class he has, uh, Car Wash, if y'all want to go back that far. He was in Car Wash? Yeah, he was in Car Wash with uh, Richard Pryor and uh, George Carlin. I've seen that movie at least five times. Yeah, like it's another I, rewatch. I got it. Apparently, gotta, he was in the movie Critical Condition. I've never seen Critical Condition because I haven't watched all of Richard Pryor's movies, but I do watch every once once in a while one of those older movies. And I see him in there. I was like, huh. I only know the the main ones. I can't. I don't know if I watch some of the older ones that I you know like some of the ones that are like hidden gems. But he's actually done a lot of drama. He has done a lot more than I ever thought he did. I got to catch up on those also. Actually, yeah. Well, apparently, he was in the show Rock. Yeah, remember that show Rock? Yeah, with Charles S. Dutton. Yeah, yeah. 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 Love that show. I did too. I used to love that show. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Jefferson's man. Yeah, this man has a a long ass career, and he is very underrated, very very unappreciated. But I am here today to give you your love and your appreciation right now. Actor, comedian, writer, singer. Apparently, have no idea what that was about. Maybe made a jazz album back in the day, and nobody just called. <laughs> but I want to say, yeah, you are you are fully appreciated. <laughs> I love you. You've always been funny as hell. I've never ever ever been disappointed in any acting job you've ever done in your life. And I want to say thank you very much for all the good memories that you've given me. So like, hopefully, like he's still doing well. Hopefully, his health is doing all right. Because you know, once you get to that age, man, people really start to start to think back and look back at somebody's careers. Like, damn, man, this dude has done a lot for this industry and he's done a lot for us and a lot for our community. So yes, thank you, Garrett Morrison. I love and appreciate you, man. I'm always going to appreciate you on Martin and the Jamie Foxx show. Always funny as hell. Never, 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 never watch that show. Not crack the rib laughing at some shit that y'all is doing on that show. So thank you very much. I appreciate you. I love you and stand ovation for me this week. Y'all had some good ones. Mm. You guys had some great standing ovations this week. All right. So I'm going to release Release this to the floor right now because binge worthy, I have nothing. I still Damn been, it! I, I, st- I, I still I, been I, watching Suits. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still stuck on that. That that show was like, it really is like the last <laughs> season curse. I'm getting closer to the last season. I can tell this show is starting to fall off. I don't know what it is about big shows that become very popular that all of a sudden people go back and watch it and they realize in real time, like, hey, this last season is fucking trash. I did the same thing when I watched Modern Family. I watched like. Nine or ten seasons of that shit. Then the last season was fucking terrible. What is this 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 epidemic of like great shows having shitty last seasons? Mm-hmm. It, it happens often. It, I hate it, man. I don't know what the hell the writers are going through, man. But I hope they don't do this with any of my shows. I hope Abbott Elementary has a good last season. I hope uh, Stranger Things has a good last season. Like I, I don't need all this to happen all at once. I be, y'all are going to be my fifty before is. the next Stranger Things. Oh uh, yeah, those kids are going to be fifty. I know. They're going to be aging them kids, man. They're going to have like a retirement fund and everything going on. Like yeah, man, the dude ain't going to have braces no more. Like yeah, I, I'm, I'm just I'm just hoping that Stranger Things the last season because they did say officially this is going to be the last season if I'm not mistaken. So if they can end this on a good note then yes, I'm going to have a lot of good hope for the future for our shows, but yeah. nothing for me this week. Which I, got. I don't have anything either. Yeah, I was hoping uh, Tommy movie. gave that, that uh, Gen V show a chance. Um, Gen V? I forgot about that, the, uh, the spinoff of The Boys. From, yeah, uh, yeah, Amazon. You, yeah. Oh, That's on my to-watch list. I was starting to, I was starting to watch uh, Ahsoka. I thought the first episode was all right. Yeah, that's as far as I've been, though, is the first like, episode. Like, it's cool. I think Rosario Dawson, she does an incredible job as her character, but 
Yeah, I watched the first episode. And I was like, eh, okay. It's um, like I, it, I'm it, telling it, just because Mandalorian season three was a letdown, and then Obi Wan show was a letdown. I, I will say, someone who's seen all episodes of Ahsoka first season better than those than Mandalorian season three Obi Wan. It, it's I it's still worth thought Mandalorian season three was just it was cool. Was but compared right. to the first two, it's like, yeah, they left much to be desired. Yeah. Much to be desired. Obi-Wan extreme. at least gave me like one or two really good episodes, especially when he put Darth Vader in there. Obi-Wan gave me one or two good scenes. I, I really feel that that entire show was terrible. That entire show was terrible. Is it just because that little girl was annoying? You, no, you didn't like no. the fight between him and Like I said, uh, Darth one Vader? or two good scenes. Mm-hmm. I did it. And then plus the last scene with, um, where... um. Where his master comes back when Liam Nielsen comes oh, back yeah. at the end. Oh, yeah, Qui-Gon, yeah. I, 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 I enjoy Sorry. seeing something like that because I was always wondering, like, like this dude is still alive and well. Right. Like, you can sneak him in as, like, a damn, uh, like, a force ghost at this point. Like, yeah, why y'all could, ain't done this already? He don't. Yeah, he could have helped Obi-Wan out, Yeah, a lot of times. Yeah, Obi-Wan like, Obi- was helping Obi- Luke Skywalker out. Yeah, yeah, big time. He was yeah. too busy. Luke would have died in oh, Empire Strikes time. Back yeah, if it wasn't was for Obi-Wan. Yeah, because he, he got lost at, in the snow, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, planet yeah. of Foth. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we're well, so we're clear. You don't have a binge worthy this week because that's totally fine. We can skip over binge worthy yeah, and get to our skip. movie reviews. I haven't okay. seen anything worth okay. worth watching as far as binge worthy. No, I, so. I just been trying to catch up on my movies. So. I've yeah. watched a shitload of movies. I am going. Right. I'm gonna narrow it down to three. I'm gonna save some for next week. I seen uh, one, and I, I guess we can all. Which is, I liked it, but I'm confused. So uh, we can we can talk about it because I, I saw the same thing you did. You guys. Did. Okay. Well, you know, mind if I get my go one ahead. other one out of the big one? Yeah. The big go release. Ahead. Go ahead. I finally got around to watching that uh, one doc that you told me about, uh, B.S. High. Oh, B.S. Uh, Bishop Sycamore, yeah. Holy shit. It's, you hate that dude, don't you? I, <laughs> you know, you know you, this is the conflicting part. I hate him, but I do respect that there is some brilliance in what he did as He's far as like finagling his yeah. way through the system. Because at the end of it... I remember when you told me it was like they couldn't do anything about it. I was like, they couldn't do anything about it. Like, hold on, let me watch this, man. They yeah. probably did something. It was like, hey... Like, we scolded him, like, publicly and everything, but we couldn't do anything about it. We didn't make a rule about somebody yeah. doing something like this because they never thought anybody was going to do this shit. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, because when I first saw it, I was watching it, and my stomach was, like, really turned. I was like, man, this dude is, like, one of the biggest pieces of shit I have ever seen. I cannot believe that he's doing this bullshit. Like, he's stealing the church's money. Mm-hmm. Then he's talking about all this bullshit about the kids, like, having bills in their name, the PPP loans mm-hmm. that... A lot of those kids had in their name and they couldn't get out. And the one dude, it really broke my heart when that one quarterback like finally got like a like a scholarship to go to Grambling, yeah. but it got taken away because they found out he went to BSI. Yeah, I was like, oh man, that that really really made my stomach turn. I felt really really bad for that kid. And just watching that game, I feel like I seen that game in real time. But I, I kind of like flipped through the channel. I was like, too. damn, somebody getting their ass. <laughs> so this is that fake high school game. Yeah, fake yeah. high school game. Okay, yeah. okay. And I was What's like, "What's the name of this documentary?" BS High. BS High. It's on uh, HBO Max or Max. Max I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I remember that headline when it came out. This is a great documentary. It is a really great documentary, and I was like, I was like, I started feeling really bad for some of these kids. Man, you see them crying. Like a lot of this meant that meant a lot to these kids, and to yeah. see this man, this black man. Do this talking about oh man, like the system is just like using these kids as property, man, is using them. I was like, man, what do you think you were doing? Like you literally like sold these kids like a dream of like going to a D one school mm-hmm. if they came to your fake school or whatever. And it's like, how the hell did you get away with this? It was like I said, like it was really stomach turning, like uh, nasty to watch this thing. 
But then again, a part of me disrespected how brilliant he was to navigate through the system. Because for one, I, they said it was like a, a move on his part that he made it like a like a, a religious school. Because technically, they're not part of like the like what is it like OSHA or like the the Ohio like yeah. uh, high school whatever. Right, because they're a prep. They were a prep school. Yeah, because yeah. if you're a private school, you don't have to adhere to those rules. So right. technically, he doesn't. He didn't break anything. But this is. Watching all that, like how he scammed, like he really is like a professional scam artist. Like he called himself an honest liar. I was like, all right, I I kind of respect that man, but you still what are a, a piece scumbag. of shit. And he really he's is smiling and shit as he's telling the story. It's like, like yeah. as soon as there's a camera on him, it's almost like he just like he was like feeling himself too much. He yeah. gave himself too much of a pat on the back for what he did. But I was like, all you did was like ruin kids' lives out there. And you know, granted, a lot of them weren't kids; they were like twenty. To like twenty two year olds, damn near, yeah. like still playing high school football. It was like, man, this is really, really uncomfortable to watch. And my wife was looking at some of that part of that of that documentary. She's like, ugh, like really, he did all that. I was like, yeah, this is like really fucked up. It was a great doc. It was very well done. But yeah, overall, like yeah, that had to be one of the biggest pieces of shit that I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, like you said, he was he's a piece of shit, but he was smart enough to trick the system. You know, he tricked the system to the point where they're like, we never seen nobody do this. They had like a dude who they he he all he does is dig up dirt on people and it's like a white nerdy dude with the glasses yeah, that, yeah and he was like and he said he was yeah, on to him yeah, like a, a couple of years before yeah, it came out and but, nobody wrote a story about but it he was on him so much he was like i just don't know how he got away for this long like he just kept finding his way out of stuff or he kept getting away with it and he was just digging up and he's like but it's really not against the law you know i mean he did such and such but it's, it's not against the law you know he did have a bunch of uh uh, lawsuits on him. I mean, that's up to him between those two functions, the factions and him, but he, the Ohio, the state of Ohio couldn't do nothing with him. They're like, hey, he just embarrassed us. I have <laughs> got to see this yeah, because whenever yeah. you think high school football, Ohio is in there. Yeah, it is. There's yeah. three pipeline states that are considered to have the, Cali, the yeah. California, Texas, and Ohio yeah. said to produce the best football players in the United States on a yearly basis. <clears throat> How in the hell did he get away with this in Ohio, especially He's scheduling out of region games on a regular basis. Right? How I, I, he I hires this. this dude who does all he does. This dude looks like some big time pieces of shit himself. But all he does is hook up big games. So like, if you, if you want to play the top team in the country, he can make it happen. Okay. So he got a hold of this dude and somehow convinced him that they were a big team. And so he gave them like the number two hardest schedule in the country. Damn. Yeah. So you know because they were a prep school, they didn't they didn't um, they weren't attached to any you know Fort Wayne got the SAC and all they they weren't attached to that. So they are prep school, which is kind of almost like a college in a way. They didn't have to uh, abide by the state of Ohio's rules, so they can step out and play these Florida teams and Texas and California teams. So that's what he did. But he didn't know that they were really going to school. They were just playing football. Yeah, they yeah. said they had like the first three years. They they like had them quoted as like having no graduates. Yeah, at all. And I was yeah. like, how the hell did y'all not figure this out? Yeah. <laughs> and they had a dude in wow. college who was on a t- college, uh, uh, like a he was like a junior college, yeah, or something like that. college who came back and played for their prep school. And that's what the dude's like. How the hell is this dude? In a community college roster and on the high school roster at the same time, oh it God. was crazy. Yeah, like, and they never figured out because one thing he did say was Ohio is just about football. He said they just love football; they don't think about nothing else. And it's kind of true. Like that's why he probably yeah. skated right through there, you know. So until those kids started, like, okay, um, what are you going to tell your mom when you 
you're not graduating. Or what are you going to tell your mom when you get, where's your grades and your, you know, what yeah, are you going to tell your mom? Classes, they don't go to class. <laughs> and they were eating like macaroni that had been left out for like two days. And they were just, you know, that's when the parents got involved when they realized they were eating bad. Like, how the fuck are y'all eating McDonald's? And because he couldn't do anything, he would just max out credit cards and writing fake checks, you know, which is still, that's illegal, you know what I mean? But he didn't. He didn't break any state rule with Ohio, so they couldn't do anything. But it just made a, a mockery of them, basically. And so they were they wrote like a hundred sixty six page, you know, document at the end saying what they, how they thought about it. And basically, the mayor was just like, "Hey, this is a slap in the face to us. I don't know how he did this." Basically, yeah, they got yeah. investigated. But he was like, "At the end of it, we can't do anything about it." Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I, mean, I yep. thought that dude was in prison somewhere after that. But crap. to see the kids or the guys or kids who thought it was something, they were like crying on TV. Like that's this, like ruined that's the my worst life. Part of it because I trusted kids were coming from all over the country. They weren't just from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, they were coming from Texas and Florida to play and come there to find out there's nothing here. So they were crying. Like some of them, like I lost a chance to go here or. I lost out on this. That so, is awful. Yeah, they were on there crying at the end. It was sad. And this dude's just on there smiling like, I got away with it. It's not illegal. That's what he always say. Well, it's not illegal. You know, I, I had to do what I had to do. Oh, he's never going to get another job again. Oh, he, he never had a job. I don't know how he forged this up and like the dude he started with it was disgracing him like i hate if i see him i'm gonna choke his ass you know I what I mean? <laughs> you know that his friend because his friend like caught on to it real it's like man, I don't, what are we doing like what do you mean we got a bus you know it's like who rented a bus like they get like, like where are all these kids, kids come coming from? from yeah like who the hell how the hell he said i thought he was, he was like around. dude yeah. we supposed to start a school not a football team yeah like, what are you doing <laughs> Then he said, like, a couple years later, he looked up and he said he saw it on ESPN. Yeah, he said he, like, spit his juice out or something. <laughs> He's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and then they got their ass whipped. Like, they played the Image Academy that's, like, all the D1 athletes on it. It that was, was That was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen because they said one of the kids, like, he tore his ACL. Yeah. And yeah. He, still, he still ended up trying to play. And the one quarterback, like, he popped his shoulder out. Still trying to play because they didn't have a medical uh, uh, trainer, a trainer on the team. It was like some. It was like the quarterback's mom. Yeah, was basically like trying to look after the players. I was like, man, this is fucking disgusting. Like, how the hell did they even let something like this happen? ESPN didn't want to say nothing because they was embarrassed. They were they embarrassed because was- they got put on black. Because they're like, how did y'all let them on TV? And the kids said they were playing because they thought D one schools would see them, so they would play through injury. It's like, hey, all we play in Image Academy. I know the Ohio State's and Alabama, Michigan's and. Georges of the worlds are watching this game. You know what I mean? So they're out there with torn ACLs and, and shoulders ripped out of sad. place because they were sad. out there getting banged. <laughs> it was out of place. You know what I mean? It was bad. You got to watch. They were out there getting tore up. Oh, they goodness. They got there. That's going to be a tough watch yeah, for me. Yeah, it was bad. It, but it's, it's still sad, but it's, in, it's a good watch, though. You should check it out. I got fun. I'm going to hate this guy. Oh, thank you, thank yeah. you, Mr. Just, Thank you. Just, just reminding you, man. We we gonna be potting for a while, so you need to get like a, like a little meal, <laughs> meal break. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna take advantage of that. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, but yeah, check that out when you can. That's on Max. I'm pretty sure you can. It find was it. by far one of the most fascinating documentaries. And I'm not a big documentary guy, but yeah. as soon as I saw that, like the first two minutes, I was like, 
oh no, I can't stop this. Even the producers are looking at him like, don't you feel bad about this? Like, no, you don't. You don't have no remorse. And he no, because yeah. I, I can tell like the like the first few minutes of watching this, this dude was like one of the most evil people I've ever seen. He's, he's like, very he's like how I, how I look. Yeah, he's like I look guilty. Yeah, I look yeah. guilty. Do I look like a con man? I was I, like, yeah, I, you kind of do. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of do. He's very egotistical, and the only thing he really got in trouble was for he apparently beat up his his wife. Or his girlfriend or something. Oh yeah, like he yeah. beat his girlfriend or something like yeah. that, or abused his girlfriend in, in front, front of like one players. Of the players. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Was, this dude is like shit. fucking yeah. disgusting. Scumbag of a lifetime. I wouldn't be surprised, and I hate to say it, I'm surprised somebody don't kill that dude because he really ruined parents, these. Yeah, yeah, he ruined these kids' lives, and the parents were on there like upset, like we didn't know this was going on. We just wanted to get rid of this. The kids on the team were like. You know, either they they couldn't get into school or they had bad grades or whatever, and it was supposed to be a second chance or or just a chance to play football. Yeah, and, you know, and that, that's and what it was. They're teenagers; they don't know yeah. shit. You need shit. that good yeah. adult. He leadership. had them signing their social security number on stuff. He was like, I need your social security number. I need this and that. You know, your age and all that. And they're just signing it, and oh. that's how he got stuff. He would just use that to. To purchase stuff and like he had lawsuits in their name for hotel bills and shit, man. It was fucking crazy. It was crazy. Paintball team events and they never paid the paintball association thing. Oh man, it was just bad. They were just great, like flicking them all. He had two dudes who did like the marketing and the um, you know, like the web page and stuff. They they said they only got like sixty dollars the whole time they were working there. Yeah, you said it was for gas money or something. (laughs) I was like, for real? Yeah, it was what the hell. I, he, I I said I give him a round of applause for making it that long because, like you said, it was three years. I how the hell did he go on that long? So yeah, they said he had like thirty years. open lawsuits against yeah, him yeah. or something like that. And he's yeah. like he's playing all dumb. He's like I got how many? He's like yeah, you got thirty. He's like oh okay, I didn't know about that. Well, yeah, you did. Or yeah, he deny did. it. He'd be like no, I didn't. Or he'll say something real slick like that. And he was like what what happened with this? That never happened. And then the guy would be talking about what happened, or somebody would be such and such happened. This happened. That never happened. I don't. I don't recall. And he'll just look at the camera like straight, like, "Yeah, I don't recall that." And like, man, get your ass. You know, you did that shit. Where can I watch this documentary? It, it's on Max, on Max right yeah. now. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you should definitely watch that one. That oh, was yeah. definitely worth the time. So yeah we'll, yeah, we'll wrap that part up. I'm sorry, but that that mm-hmm. documentary really disturbed my soul and my spirit, mm-hmm. man. That was one of the most disturbing documentaries I've seen. I've seen some shit. And that one just made me disgusted that this dude shares my melanin right now. I can't, I cannot get past it. This dude was fucking terrible as a human being. Yeah. Well, thank you for mentally preparing me for watching this. I got to feel it. I'm no, gonna... if you want to get pissed off, man, this pissed me off as bad as watching Rosewood. That's how bad <laughs> this was. A lot. Yeah. Oh my god, man, this dude is terrible. He's like Steven on on steroids. Like he is so fucking bad. I cannot believe people <laughs> like him even exist. Right. Oh, and, man. and he just lived that. He was just living it vicariously through these kids because he never made it. He wanted to go to Ohio State of all schools, and he couldn't even make it. And so I think that he wanted these kids to to do what he never could do. You know what I mean? And he wanted them to to really get notoriety for him, not so much for them. And uh, yeah, just check it out when you can. It's it's terrible. It's terrible. So disturbing. Yeah. All right. So who got another uh, review for us this week, Ryan? <clears throat> well, you want to go you into said, new releases? Yeah, you we get into new releases. So I want to hear. You said you've seen a lot. So I guess you want to just narrow it down to top three movies uh, that you've exactly. seen so far. Yeah, we're gonna narrow it down to top three. I uh, I'm gonna save a uh, movie that's on Netflix. It has Benicia del Toro. Alicia oh, Reptile! Sa- did you guys see that? I did not. I did not, I did not get a chance it. to see yeah. that. But y'all, y'all can review it if y'all want to. No, we'll wait for next week. Okay, we'll wait for next week. Uh, let's go with uh, the ones that are in theaters right now. First of all. Let me save you guys some money, and I'm going to keep this one short and sweet, I promise. 
One of the worst movies I have ever seen. And Tommy, I'm talking to you when I say this. If you think Fast X was bad. It is. It is. And it's, it, that's not a good movie. You are not ready for Expendables 4. Oh, oh I knew. Man, we what, already knew. Uh, I already knew. I told you 50 Cent in there ain't nothing. Garbage. And if there's one thing to smart smart that the filmmaker did in this, they limited the screen time and dialogue for 50 Cent. Well, <laughs> yeah. thank God. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I can't imagine he's going to make the movie any better. Uh, he's never been a box office draw at all. And at one point, uh, when they're infiltrating some uh, military boat, even hear a 50 Cent song playing on the radio. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he oh put some of his goodness. own money. 50 Cent probably paid to be it, in he's this probably, movie. He's probably a hidden producer on this. He he probably did pay to get in this movie. I would not be surprised. This movie is is bad. Um, I the, will the say. The third one wasn't great in the first place. The third, I will say, I'll give it one notch above. So if the third one. Is a one is a one out of ten. This is a two out of ten. Still crap, but at least they embraced their R rating and didn't uh, try to infuse shitty filmmaking with greed. They at least went back to what made Expendables one and two great, being very bloody shootouts. I'll give it credit for that. They embraced the R rating, which all four Expendables should have been. But that's about it. I, I Hollywood. And Sean, me and you, we are some of the most avid fans of the Raid 1 and 2. And, and yeah, we've had plenty of positive things to say about that franchise. Hollywood, stop casting Iko Uwas as a bad guy. It's gotten old. You've done that for the past seven, eight years. Give this man a, a good leading role where he's actually the hero like he is in the Raid. I understand he's a badass and could probably whoop most people's ass in real life. Give this man more good guy roles, and he can carry a movie. I've seen him do it twice. This man can carry it. But there is no excuse for a movie with the star of The Raid 1 and 2 and the star of, um, what's what's that movie? Uh, uh, Tony Jaa, what's that trilogy he had? Not The Protector. I uh, mean Oh, IP, man. What are you talking about, Umbach? Umbach, there we go. Mm. Thank you, yes. Yes, Tony Ja and Iko Uwas in a movie, and it's a piece of shit. Well, you think um, Iko Uwas, he, he don't speak great English, does he? No. You think that's a reason maybe they don't want to put him? I think they should, but you think he could play in a movie no. where yes. it's not um, subtitles? Yes, yeah. If Jackie Chan and Jet Li can do it. He speaks that good. They're, they're as good Jackie as Jackie Chan and Jet Li don't speak good. They are horrible at English. Uh, they are terrible at English. I'm, I think because Jackie Chan is goofy, that, that gives him. He's got a comedy yeah, factor. Yeah, yeah. And Jet, Jet Li usually plays yeah. the, the silent, yeah, Jet Li just character. Say a, he says enough. I guess you're right. He could say enough. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm telling Yeah, I'm, I'm, Steven Seagal is one of the worst actors of all time. And, and, and he knows it. And he knows English. He knows it. <laughs> he does. He doesn't care. You don't have to be a good actor. If you got screen presence and you can remember 15 lines, you even got to, you, you can just, you can just get the script the day of shooting. If you're, if you have screen presence and a badass on that level, you can get a good leading man role. Uh, Scott Atkins is making a career out of that right now. Uh, he's a good B-less actor. He's, I, I didn't mean it in a negative sense, but he's, not a good actor. He, he's not a good But he embraces he's he not should, a good actor. He, he he does. And, yes, he should be on men's health cover every single month. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, he's the epitome of what a man's body should look like. He's a badass, and he can whoop my ass. But so can Eagle Wass and Scott Atkins. Only in the blockbusters, he's getting cast. Eagle Wass doesn't even get those straight-to-video leading man roles that Scott Atkins gets, or or to a even extent, Michael Jai White. But please, I implore you, this movie is straight garbage. Well, um, you didn't have to convince me. I was already convinced as soon as I saw the movie was being made. I, I, <laughs> same here. I think we all were negative on that. Uh, shout out to the bootleg, man. It was a great bootleg copy, so I didn't actually pay to see it. And I'm thankful for that. If there's one positive, I will say that uh, Jason Statham can rock a white T-shirt and a black leather jacket better than I can. But other than that, god-awful. God Sylvester Stallone? He didn't do, what did he barely do? in it. Uh, barely in it. Oh, no. And Damn, he must have said, hey, this movie's a piece of shit. And he, he, he knows, and you could tell it's kind of a passing of the torch. If there's one positive. How you going to pass the torch if the fire's out? <laughs> the fire. <laughs> How the fuck you going to do that, man? Nobody want that damn torch. That's, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> um, outside of the leather jacket and white t-shirt, and that's a great point and a hilarious point, Tommy, the fire is out. <laughs> uh, Expendables 3 put that fire out bad. But if, if, if you think it's, I, I, I'm still better than Spinnables 3, which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But at least they had Wesley Snipes and Antonio Banderas hamming it up in that. It was PG-13 garbage with one of the worst third acts I've ever seen. I know. You wasted Mel Gibson in a movie. Mel man. Gibson, How, how yeah. dare you? I, and I, I thought that movie started off solid. I thought the first hour of Expendables 3 I was... I didn't like the whole angle of the young kids and the old people <clears> together. <throat> I was like, man, what the hell's going they on? Should've, they should have just kept it old. I agree. Wesley Snipes. Eh, they they wasted Wesley. I felt so, like he could have done a little bit better. They did. Van Damme was in a second with... Uh, he was in a second one with Scott Atkins. Yes, was, he was. What's the one with Arnold and Bruce Willis? Did? The, the second, second one. one. Okay, okay. Second one. I've seen bits and pieces of that one. Well, they oh, were actually like in all had, like, three. When they had like Chuck Norris at the yeah, end of the airport. Yeah, yeah that was the second Okay. One. Yeah, but they actually let Bruce Willis and Arnold Schwarzenegger shoot guns in the second one. They just made cameos in the first one. Both of them did. But yeah, they actually showed up and actually did stuff. But yeah, no Antonio Banderas, no Wesley Snipes. Van Damme died in the second one, so we shouldn't expect <coughs> that. But they had some unknown Asian guy playing Antonio Banderas' son. We even got Megan Fox as part of the Expendables now. What the fuck is she doing? Megan um, Fox is Megan it? Fox is what? one of the Expendables. Fifty Cent and Megan Fox, yes. Uh, so once I saw Fifty Cent, I was already done. <laughs> yeah. Megan Fox is. So once I saw mm. Megan Fox, I was like, yeah, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna trap me with that. That's a booby trap right there. I ain't falling for that shit. And I'm telling you, if um, uh, if there's one silver lining, you get to see Jason Statham rocking a white T-shirt and a black leather jacket. This sounds like a perfect cooler. movie for. Dudes who wear UFC shirts and drink <laughs> monsters I, and shit I like that. This yeah. Is, yeah, they're, they're taking enhancement pills. Yeah, this is great, man. What, what, yeah, right, veins popping up. Yeah. but even I, I, even if they spend money on this, they're gonna be mad. Uh, <laughs> Megan Fox is not naked, so you don't get any new scenes with oh. her. And uh, if there's one silver lining, we did not get the female Expendables movie spinoff, which was hinted at for multiple years before they went forward with Expendables four. You know they were trying to make a female Expendables. With who? That sounds terrible. Uh, Megan Fox. Uh, what's the uh, What's the Hispanic girl who's in the Fast and the Furious movies? Oh, who I like actually. Oh uh, yeah, his girl. Um, damn, what's her name? Shit, she was awesome. You talking about Michelle, Michelle, Michelle Rodriguez? Michelle, there we go. Yep. Uh, uh, there's not the, too many good female action stars. Charlie Theron. You could put Charlie Theron, but yeah, uh, she's no, good, nobody, but she's kind of old. I mean. That, that She's in her forties, but she? trust me, this was the B act, the B actress lineup. 
and it was almost close to getting shot. So yeah, Ronda Rousey was gonna be in it. Uh-huh. Uh, no. Old girl got kicked off the Mandalorian because she t- kept oh, telling everybody yeah. not to get vaccinated. Cocky girl. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, was it? What's no, her name? Like Gabby. Carla uh, something or whatever. I got a crush on her. I can't. She's I'm, I'm ashamed. She's just cocky she as fuck, but she's stupid as hell on uh, top of it. Yeah, she yeah, snapped her stuff in half. I, not to say that it can't be good. I just Expendables. I'm not a fan of it as it is. So to make a female part, that's really not going to give it. Haven't they learned from history to make a female version of anything that was male-dominated before yeah. you shouldn't do? Uh, um, Ask the Ghostbusters. 100% <laughs> agreeing with that. You should never. Ask Ocean's 8, whatever the fuck bullshit they made after those Ocean's <laughs> movies, man. Like, it just doesn't work. Like, knock it off. Uh, I, I agree. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the uh, alternate sex spinoff, whether it's male or female. If there's an all-female cast, don't make an all-male spinoff. That's gimmicky. That's Hollywood at its worst. Expendables four, unsurprisingly, one of the worst movies of the year. I'm sold. Glad I'm not you guys saved me. Matter of fact, I wouldn't even watch it for free. It's Jason Statham and the Damn, guy and the game. That the, bad. Jason Statham and the guy from the raid one and two have a fight scene at the end, and even that sucks. And these, I mean, these are uh, these these are male heroes of mine. I, I, these are, it sounds like such a wasted opportunity. It, it, it absolutely is. It's straight garbage. And I don't even know what Andy Garcia was doing in this. Andy Garcia even popped up in this shit. He, I didn't think of him as an action star. <laughs> no. He plays Eco Uwas of me and Sean's favorite Which mo- you need to movie. watch, Tommy, because that red shit really is. Oh, dope. yeah. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have a movie night. We're going to make I him gave, sit down and watch it. I let it. my brother borrow it because borrow it I bought it. And my brother was like, this is dope. And my brother, he likes action, but not as much as, you know, like, you know, he likes it and is not crazy about it. But he really liked, really liked the Raid 1 and 2. He was like, man, this is dope. So, yeah, you got to watch that, Tommy. Okay, Here, okay. Well, so y'all give me a copy. I want to make a movie night out of it. Yeah, yeah we I'm, watch I'm, it. I'm yeah. down for it. Yeah, you're not ready. You you don't even know what you're getting into. You like the second one or the first one better? By a very small margin. I'm talking this. I'm talking about paper thin margin here, Sean. I'm, I'm gonna give the nod to the raid too. I think so too because it was an open world. He and, was not and, and in it's one got place. the kitchen fight. That kitchen fight. That like, kitchen fight is the best fight scene ever put on film. Damn man, man. y'all gotta be teasing me over here. I'm right here, guys. Hello, Mike is on. Yeah. I, I will. I will <laughs> say <laughs> what Sean was hinting at, Tommy, is because Hollywood. If this was made in Hollywood, the first raid takes place in a single building yeah. with a SWAT team trying to take down a drug lord. Uh, if this was Hollywood, they would have made the sequel completely in another place. And this, the main character goes undercover oh. and ends up in jail for two and a half years. He thinks yeah. he's going in for a couple months, ends and the, up in jail for two and years. The jail part of that is great, incredible, too. incredible. Oh, but if this was if Hollywood made the Raid One and Two, the Raid Two would have took place entirely in jail and would have been exactly like the Raid One. Mm. This one, they showed you the entire criminal underworld. And the action scenes are way more varied than what it was, but I, I, that, that's like I said, we we go back to that whole two towers argument. If you told me the raid one is better than the raid two, I completely un, I, I, I I'm not going to argue with that. If you tell me Return of the Jedi is better than Star Wars Empire Strikes Back, Oop, there I, it is. I, I there goes Star Wars. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm not going to argue with that. But the raid one and two is in that category. I understand why. Any fan of either movie would prefer one or the other, but I'm going to give the the raid to the nod uh, just because of uh, it's it, it's the open world environment, yeah. And that damn even even that last kitchen scene, but when he finally faces off 
with the dude with the baseball bat and the girl with the oh, hammer. Oh, and they were vicious oh, on their own. Oh, my right. Lord. They were vicious. Man. And, that, and, there's and few it's a scenes small with... area, too. Exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh. We got to show this down. Y'all teasing me over here <laughs> yeah. too much. Yeah. I have no you, idea what context yeah. you're talking there, about. There's yeah. well, few scenes that made me jump out the theater. But when he grabbed that hammer from that girl. Oh, yeah. That's enough. That's enough. Don't say no more. Oh, my God. Don't say no more. Oh, my Lord. I was not ready for that Come on, man. Move on to your review, man. I was getting mad that I don't know what y'all talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listeners, the raid one and two. All right. So, Expendables 4 is trash. Trash. Let's get into the positive for the now showing. Surprisingly, another movie I thought would be just as trash as the Expendables 4. I'm going to give a positive review to Saw 10 or Saw X. Um, okay, so it was a positive so, view. All right, that's a good start. Not a movie I was looking forward to watching. I found myself watching it. Color me surprised. Um, <laughs> there was a certain scene at the beginning that reminded me of why I disliked the majority of the Saw franchise, dealing with uh, certain characters' eyeballs and what happens to that person's eyeballs. Sometimes when a movie's overly violent... It's kind of a turnoff for me. I me too. I, I don't can like, yeah. I can handle so violence. You don't, in movies. you don't like violence, or you don't like a lot of gore. I don't like. I don't uh, like a lot of extreme gore. violence. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I gotta sit there. Oh, I can't take when it. When eyeballs get popped out of sockets, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of that. That's why I didn't. I didn't like Cabin Fever too. Like or Terrifier. Or All right. <laughs> oh, exactly. Stuff like that doesn't really bother me. The only thing that bothers me about certain movies when I see certain scenes, I don't like seeing bones break because that's a big phobia of mine. Breaking a bone. Well, I can I can do the bones as long as it's not sticking out of their leg. And that's stuff. what I'm talking about. Oh, when I see that leg like like popping out or something like that, I was like, all right, man, this is gonna make me fucking throw up. So yeah, gore and like blood and all that stuff, guts falling out, that don't bother me that much. Breaking a bone, like yeah, that's where I draw the line right there. Well, you better not watch any Steven Seagal movies then. <laughs> I can't do it because that's all he does. He be breaking arms. I'm like, man, thanks, Steven. You break one dude's arm, have the other dude's arm in one hand, and break this dude's arm. He's still holding it. Oh, he's just sitting there screaming. Yeah, and I know damn well a lot of that stuff wasn't even like a mm. wasn't even a prop. Like he really broke somebody arm. Well, he just kept yeah. the camera rolling because Steven Seagal's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, all right, we keeping it. Well, <laughs> and, and I will say, Tommy, uh, speaking to you. On a regular basis over the past few years, you definitely have appreciation for editing, sound design. I do. Um, when Wait till you see the Raid 2. Sean, uh, you remember that part in the Raid 2 where he's unscrewing the handle to that broom, getting ready for that prison fight? He's stepping on it while he's... Yeah, and, yeah, oh, yeah, the sound, yeah. and the raindrops coming down, how they edit the sound yeah, to the raindrops yeah. coming down. Oh, my God. But when that fight starts, Tommy... Um, just prepare yourself. There's one of the worst bone breaks of all time. Oh, that shit. dude tries to kick Ego Uwas when that fight kicks off. <laughs> oh, Sean, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Remember that first thing? Yeah, it's <laughs> right. to kick him. All right, you still teasing oh, me. Oh, yeah. oh man. I, you made me want to watch it again. Oh, yeah. When you I see need, him unscrewing. I don't got the raid two. I got the raid one. Really? I need the raid two. Uh, yeah. It's bestbuy.com, Amazon. Okay, I can, you can yeah. get the Blu ray for $5 at this point. That's worth it. Any movie fans collection. I remember you made it for me, and it it shut off with no with no uh, sound. No, no sound. I hate when the yeah. The, I was like, br- damn it. Sorry, so yeah. I couldn't watch it no more. And yeah. most Sony, uh, it's uh, Sony movies do that. Uh, so that's Sony Picture Classics. They imported it from Indonesia over here. But yeah, that's Sony Sony Pictures and Sony Picture Classics. They're notorious for putting that sound. Uh, lock yeah, on bootleg DVDs. Right, the best part too. Really, it was like well, one of the best parts. Uh, it was right in the, um, when he 
I think it was right at the jail when so, they were out in so the jail was, yard. Was that Ray too? Ray too, because they okay. were in the jail You're yard. You're right, yeah. because another guy burnt that for. He said it cut off right when uh, he started messing. Remember when he was uh, beating him up in that bathroom stall? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was right around there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He said I was just getting into it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I remember that guy who told me that. He said. I didn't appreciate the Raid movies until I watched it with other people and saw how they were reacting. And, that, and the Raid one is, just think of like uh, the Judge Dredd, the newer one. It was like that The one set, with Carl Urban. Yeah, it was a similar setup as that Judge Dredd where they were in that same building for the whole movie. And that's yeah. a, a great movie. Yeah. And I would still say that the Raid is a hundred times better than that. It's, and it's all... I would, I wouldn't, I would, <laughs> do you think any of the John Wick movies are better than the Raid? There's a question for you. Oh, man. I love John Wick 4, but I don't think so. Damn. Damn. Tommy, how much more? I ain't going to lie. This is the biggest John Wick fan I know. Y'all got me sidetracked. I was looking forward to the Saw 10 review. (laughs) Y'all got back onto the raid again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. sorry. Y'all got to wrap it up, man. Tell me about Saw 10, man. I'm over here eating. I I, I have to say this before we move on. Ryan, we don't always have the same opinions on stuff, but there's three things Ryan's told me in life to watch. Star Wars, Lord of <laughs> Rings, and The Raid. And I didn't think nothing of all three of them before I watched it. And I ended up being one of the biggest fans of all three. The Raid is one of the, that's the best action shit I've ever seen. As far as that not being made over here. It's all in, was it Indonesian? Yeah, Indonesia. Yeah, yeah, that shit is great. You watch The Raid, and I, it's, it's, it's something to behold. It is what everything Ryan is saying. But yeah, we can go on this. So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think Tommy will be overhyped. Yeah, I, don't I don't think know. we overhyped it enough. I, I, now, if you like that, some people don't like that Kung Fu uh, type of really deadly. It's very deadly Kung Fu. Some people don't like, may not like that type of fighting or, or uh, subtitles or whatever. Because it's not nobody they ever seen. Oh no, I don't mind yeah. that at all. Okay, well, yeah. if you get past that, then you're good. you're golden, man. And above all, I just think it's good film craft. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I, the I, camera I, view. I, I put this up there. Thing, thing. Tarantino, Scorsese, Spielberg. You feel it, it's filmmaking at its absolute best. You're like out of breath while they're fighting. Like, god damn! All right, that's enough now. Then they just keep taking it further and further. So, but yeah, man. So you saying Saw Ten is is one of the, is definitely. Top three or four of the, and like I said, I I we were talking previously. I, off I know I saw the first. I saw the saw two and three in theaters. Saw saw one when it came out on DVD initially back in uh, the early mid two thousands. My college buddies were hyping it up, and I enjoyed it. But I was not a fan of Saw two and three. I was mad. I paid for those, and I know I've seen at least one of the Saw four through sixes. The one I saw, it was. I liked it better than Saw 2. I think it was Saw 6, actually. I don't remember. Really. I, and I liked And I did like the Chris Rock Spiral one. That, that's the one I know. I watched all of it. I remember one that was like in a barn. had a barn scene. I remember end. that. Yeah. They had like a little spiral thing yeah, where somebody yeah. was on like a bike. And yeah. then the one dude had like those lasers uh, cut his face I, up. I saw that. And I don't remember which one it is. That one was yeah. actually pretty good. Was there like I'm five people tied to a chain and they were getting dragged? Yeah, the, the yeah, yeah it was, and they had like a yeah. little helmet or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that one was actually pretty good. That was Jigsaw, I believe. That was Jigsaw, and then Spiral came after that with Chris Rock. Okay, and then of course the one I remember the most is when they fell in those needles. They that was Saw Two, Saw Two, which I hated. Yeah, I, I hated that movie. I, I quit watching after that. So it was Saw Three to turn me off, and I got back on. That Saw came out every year. No, okay. it was like a big break. Okay. But I, I do think the first one came out in 2003 or four. Okay. So I, that's why I want to give that extra shout to James Wan, the fact that he's still 
I'm pretty sure between four through six or something like that, it did come out damn near every year. And for for a while there, yeah. Because uh, I, I think I, I would say from I think it was like one between through four six. through seven, maybe. It was like an uh, like a Halloween event every yeah, it was. October, yeah. it, I would say we saw one through six came out on an annual basis. Then they took a break, and that's when we got the jigsaw and spiral spin off. So yeah, they were coming out. And uh yeah, James Wan spawned that franchise and conjuring. I Mildly enjoyed Jigsaw. I really like Spiral. I will say I like Saw 10 better than both of those, actually. Um, most of the Saw movies, I'm, I'm going to try to avoid spo- spoilers, but they kind of show you the um, the evil deeds of the targets after the fact. Um, this one, it's all they show you their evil deeds in the entire first 20, 30 minutes, and then it's almost like a uh, a slasher movie. Jigsaw... Um, is pretty much the slasher. Him and his henchmen, if you the guys have seen, you know he always has that henchman to start working with him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that person. Girl. Up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The girl yeah. from Saw 2, yeah. So I, I, I appreciated that. And uh, the, the trailers have did a great job of covering up that the majority of this movie takes place in Mexico. And uh, I, 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 didn't see, I just didn't see that at all, remember that at all from the marketing. But... Yeah, he goes. He gets scammed into thinking there's a affordable cancer treatment in Mexico, and it's pretty much just to scam him out of his money. And he goes on a revenge trail for the rest of the movie. It was pretty damn good. I first that overly violent mess that kind of turned me off from the Saw franchise. I thought this was going to be more of the same. I promise you, from that fifteen twenty minute mark on, it this was one of the solid horror movies. That I've seen over the past few years. Damn. I'll give a positive review. I'll give it four out of five. Wow. Um, Saw? Yes, I'll give Saw 10 a four mm. out of five. Uh, this, if you're a fan of the horror genre, I think this is going to hit all those sweet spots. You get to see uh, girls uh, taking drugs in a bathroom stall and seeing feet standing in front of the stall. Girls putting themselves in stupid positions. Uh, this is this is good. This, If you're a fan of the horror genre, this is a must-watch this is one of the better horror movies I've seen this year and of the past few years. Okay. Pleasant surprise. I knew something told me I need to go watch that one over the creator, but damn it. My wife didn't want to watch it. Yeah. Oh, well I'll watch it next weekend. I'll watch it this coming weekend. Cause I did want to see that movie. Pretty surprising. Bad. Yeah. I thought I was going to have uh two out of three negative reviews. Find myself pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah. Find time to give saw 10 a chance. I, th- I think you guys will be playing a surprise. I- I'm shocked I enjoy as much as I did. This is this is more of a slasher than any of the overly violent originals. This is damn near like Jigsaw turning into Michael Myers in this. I enjoyed How the is he still alive, though? Because I thought he died like no, this four one or five is, times. This one is supposed to be between one and two. Okay, so this in the goes second back. one, in the second one that he he died. I thought he had cancer or something. Yes, because remember in the second so one he had like he, prequel, uh, yes. he kidnapped okay. like a like a surgeon or something like that, trying mm-hmm. to operate on his brain and trying to get the tumor okay, out or something okay. like that. That's why he was still alive in the second one. So that's how they you know miraculously brought him back. You know, not from the dead, but they're just doing they're fitting it in as far as like the time. So what goes. I think about it is he does stuff on people who are considered kind of like scumbags already. Yes. So it kind of makes you not really like, he's not doing it to innocent Now, wasn't people. the whole purpose of doing something like this is to make people redeemable? 
he gives them a chance to do right and try to get out I of the trouble. But they have to yeah. harm themselves to get at, to redeem themselves. Right. You gotta you gotta sacrifice just like he had to sacrifice part of his health. You gotta sacrifice something of your own physical uh, well being or health to get out of his booby traps. Okay, because I thought that was the whole theme of like mm-hmm. at least with him. I think later on down the line they end up like fucking it up and they just made him like sound like evil. He whoever carried on came around. It, it was, was always copycats after. Yeah, it was like the copycats one. that kept doing it after yeah. him. But him, he was always like, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself. But like something's still going to happen. You might lose a hand, a yeah. foot, or something like that. But mm-hmm. you're going to have to end up. You're going to have to end up yeah, like, like repenting or something. You suffer like, like I did. Yeah. yeah. You have to go through the suffering. Ryan, you've been late every day. <laughs> Must repay. <laughs> if you look above, there's a watch. <laughs> something bad's about to happen. Yeah. You're going to wake up, Tyson. Oh. Yeah, you're gonna enjoy this. You're gonna enjoy this. He's gonna oh. strap him down, eyeballs like taped open. He had to watch the Buffalo Bills watch yeah. the Blue Super Bowl yeah. four years in a row. Some shit. Like, you're gonna watch all these games all the way through. Josh oh. Allen's going to be late to the game. You gotta watch his boy have a heart attack uh-huh. on the field again. Oh, it's gonna be terrible for Man. you. Oh shit! I'm watch it down because I I just lost hope with. With with uh, saw I did like Spiral because of Chris Rock. I mean he, that was just a different. Uh, that was take actually that was actually, that was surprisingly good. Surprisingly mm-hmm. good, and this was a refreshing change of pace as well. This mm-hmm. this one you kind of learned about the people's evil deeds beforehand. You see them do it to him to start the movie off. So they kind of fuck him over. They fuck like, him over, and then he uh, gets sprayed back. Yes, yeah. a big medical. It's it's a it's a global medical scam. They're just scamming people. Who have good financial basis in so the medical treatment? So they deserve treatment. what they get. I wouldn't say that he's right. still evil, but um, I would. Yeah. And it justifies it in, in the in the bad guy's eyes. They they try to show why it's justified in his eyes. And uh, yeah, I, no, they don't deserve to die for what they did because they didn't kill him or anything. They scammed him out of some money. They didn't physically harm him or anything, but. It's uh, it's a good time, and this I, this was uh, just like Spiral was a a pleasant change of pace in the franchise. How they focused on uh, the the detective angle and the and the father son dynamic. This one was good as well because they go into a little more detail on what drives him to cause that seek revenge out for evil doers uh-huh. for the first two movies. I would even this movie does what most sequels should should do to be a, a good sequel. It improves on everything the original did and expands on the characters. That's a sign of a good sequel. It's not a carbon copy of the original. It expands on the characters. So are they doing like what Halloween did where they just kind of erase in the middle? Songs? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Are they trying to like, re, like revitalize the franchise yeah. or is this more like, Hey, we're going to give you one more just because we finally found a good storyline to work with. Like, can they end it with this one? You think, or do you think they're gonna yes. try to make another one? I, I, they are gonna, just because this one was so good. They are gonna. Now we'll see what the box office is. This movie got beat by Paw Patrol for God's sake oh, uh, at the box office. That, that but, doesn't say much. I mean, kids, you gonna bring kids? kids in. Like, yeah, that's a cheat. True, card. but keep in mind the original Saw on a one million dollar budget opened to eighteen million dollars back in two thousand three or four. Saw two and three. Both made over $30 million their opening weekend. Here we are 20, min, 20 years later, 
were on Saw 10. And they still get an $18 million opening on a $5 million that's budget probably. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's kick-ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's one of the more profitable franchises out there. But I think people see the gig is up. They know what's happening now. And For sure. You know, it's kind of like, um, uh, what else I was about to say? Like Hangover. Where we know, okay, yeah. they fall asleep, wake up, something happened. We know the gig is up now. Yeah, All but right, sometimes people do look forward to they that. Do. They'll watch a movie just to yeah. watch certain things. Yeah, yeah. they want to see the the traps. They want to see what kind of That's traps. That's where I was with yeah. it. I want to see how creative you can get yeah. to like killing people. Kind of like watching Final Destination. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, you know what's going to happen. You just want to see it happen all the, all the time now. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say this is like the... Final Destination 5 of the Saw franchise where I thought it was going to be crap and I'll be damned. This movie is fucking awesome. All right. All right. So what else we got for the slate? Um, Only thing I saw was the creator. That's what I I got I think this is the one all three of us saw. Yeah. Okay. We all seen it? All right. Uh, If you don't mind, I'll I'll take this one first. Uh Now I have to say just to get it out the way, this movie was a little bit long for my taste. It was long. Yeah. Like at the end of it, it it felt like it kind of dragged on a little (coughs) bit. But overall, if I had to get to it real quick, I say it was a little bit underwhelming for me. It was just all right, but it was nothing special or unique about this this movie at all. It it felt like extraction like made a baby with the golden child. I was just about to say that. The Golden Child. I even wrote it down in my notes. I'm like, am I watching The Golden Child? <laughs> there was, I didn't think of that. There was a lot of yeah. movies it was, this movie had in common with. The Golden the go- Child, It, it yeah. absolutely has a lot in common. I did not think of that. that that's what, I, got it, I swear to God, I got that in my notes. I wrote, the creator feels like the Golden Child in the future. That's what it that's felt exactly like. That's exactly what it is. That's what it felt like. That's Good exactly analysis. what it was. Yeah. And I, I was watching, at the first part of the movie, I was like, okay, it has like some good stuff going right there, man. Like I feel like uh, John David Washington, he's he's doing a pretty good job. I thought like the setup for what they were going for was like I felt like it was going somewhere, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Somewhere along the line, I I kind of lost interest in where they were going with all this. It just felt like it was just very lazy writing, like halfway through, and I was like, it was very very predictable. Like at some point in the movie, because it was like oh, okay, eventually like the child is gonna like. Uh, He's gonna the child's gonna keep saving humans mm-hmm. or something like that and show like like she's not really the threat or something like that, yada yada yada. It was like, all right, I, I kinda see where this is going here, but like like me and my wife were like saying to each other, like when we got closer to the end, it was like, damn man, this movie really is dragging right now. Like I I waited all of that movie just to see them like finally get to that whatever fuck that little uh um, nomad or the, the nomad thing up in the sky. I was like, Holy shit, man, this movie's been on for like two <clears throat> hours now. They just now got here. I was like, oh, man, we got at least another 20, 20, 30 minutes right now, man. This takes forever to fucking blow this bitch up. But it was like, all right, man, at that at the end of the movie, I was just like, like, it's cool, man. But it was just like it was like to me, like it was just like a below average movie. Like I wasn't too impressed with that. Like the visual effects were really good. The concept was really good. Like AI being like its own species. That was dope. I thought that was a really good angle that you were working with. I feel like they really could have went with something right there, but it was just like, uh, like, like I said, man, it just felt like it was just mostly extraction and the golden child all over again. (laughs) And I saw extraction. Extraction was pretty good, but it wasn't like this piece of shit. And the golden child, I think we all can agree. We kind of have a soft spot for the golden child. I enjoy the golden child, but it wasn't quite this. It's like they just did like a bad version of both these movies. They could have been it could have been done a lot better. I expected better action sequences with this one. And I feel like it would just you just kind of wasted it. 
you had a great opportunity. You had a pretty damn good budget from what I can tell to make all this shit. And it's like, this is what you gave us. And it was just like, yeah, it was just very underwhelming. I felt like I wasn't very impressed. Like, like brownie point system. This is probably like a 1.5 out of five. Whoa. Whoa. I think you're being a little too harsh. Uh, yeah, I was. That's not Damn. That's I'm sorry. 1.5? I, I'm sorry. This was really low. I was like not very impressed. Yeah. Maybe I'm willing to move it up to a two out of five, but it was not. E- it was not even average to me. It was below average. All right, Sean. I yeah. want. I, I want to hear your review next, but I, I do want to say. Let me ask time is real quick. This is from the director of Godzilla from 2014 or 15. Remember that yeah. the one that had um, Quicksilver yeah. in it and oh, uh, the guy uh, from Breaking Cranston. Bad. Yeah, Brian. Oh, it had a. Oh yeah, our uh, girl in there. Yeah, uh, uh, Scarlet um, Witch. Uh, yes. Elizabeth yeah. Olsen. Elizabeth yeah. Olsen. Yeah. Yep, where Godzilla was in five minutes of the movie. You saw all the trailers. <laughs> I told, I told yeah. y'all. No wonder why I Japanese enjoyed that Godzilla movie, and y'all keep bashing me for I it. I didn't like that Jeff, uh, how, uh, Godzilla. I, I hated it. I, I was, you're, so you're saying that Godzilla is better than, than the creator? Oh, yeah, easily. And you're, this is from the director of Rogue One, oh, which okay. to me only had that one Darth Vader scene. At I the still end. enjoyed Rogue One. Yeah. I thought Rogue One okay. was still a good story. I will say I just didn't like the third act of Rogue, Rogue One. Was actually pretty damn good. I just didn't like the, the when they actually went to stealing the the Death Star plans. That whole end sequence was pretty underwhelming until Darth Vader showed up. I'll, I will say that that Darth Vader scene make up makes up a lot of ground for where it did lack. That might be the best Darth Vader scene. If you want to put Darth Vader in a movie or a show, that's how you fucking do that's it, ladies and gentlemen. It. Yes, yeah. sir. Like you, you make lying. him go God mode for even 10, 15 seconds, and it's worth the ticket price admission <laughs> yeah, right there. I, I would, I I would want to see a movie where Darth Vader is doing a lot of that. You know, we didn't get to see that. It's was a damn a shame. Quick we didn't snip it of. It's a damn shame. It. We'll never yeah. get that at oh, this yeah. point. Oh, but yeah. that, but that's a fine. damn shame. But oh. I, I'm sorry. I'll turn the floor over to you guys um, as far as your reviews for the creator. You know, like like I was going to say, the Golden Child, man. I was like, I was. I went last night to the theater. And it was probably like 10, 10 people, and there was mostly men. Oh, you went last night yeah, too? I, I, went, I went to Regal. I went to AMC. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay, okay. I saw you. IMAX? A, I, I should have saw it in IMAX. Oh, I, I, I regret I, not doing it myself. I, I, I think wasn't it would have been better that. in IMAX because maybe I, I found it like kind of dark in some scenes. I'm like, man, I bet this would look better in IMAX. But I still, uh, I still could see it enough. Um, like I said, I felt like I've seen this script before. Where the, the guy has to kind of protect this child who's like a prodigy kind of thing. Um, I like the I like the concept of it though. I like the that the uh, like another the, version yeah. of this that was like a little bit dialed down. I didn't mean to cut you uh-huh. off, but you remember the movie uh, Children of Men? Oh yeah, it kind of gave me that like that vibe. Like this one man that's like yeah. begrudgingly got to go out there and like protect like this right. one child that's going to be like. No. Like, Did you ever see the, the uh, movie with the kid from Forrest Gump in the Sixth Sense called? It was actually called AI. I never seen I never that saw movie. it either. What? Yeah. Oh my! Like that yeah. Billy Joel, whatever his, yeah, what his name is. Yeah. Joel. Wait, no, no. Uh, yeah, Bi- oh, Osmond. Um, Billy Joel Osmond is. I yeah. think his name is. But please, that's a masterpiece. That's one of Steven Spielberg's best movies. Please watch AI. I'm okay, I'll put that on my to do list. Um, I I found myself liking it. I was just confused. Because I, I was trying to get to where... Now, I did see that they put the Japanese dude who was in all the Godzillas, who was, who was yep, a robot. Yep. <laughs> Let them fight. Yeah, hell yeah, he was in there. Um, I was confused. Like I, I felt like I, I I was watching the whole thing very, you know, I wasn't messing around in the theater. I got my popcorn and pop, but I was like, man, what the hell's going on? I like the thought, like, the so the AI didn't 
do it. The humans destroyed Los Angeles. Correct. So that they said okay. it was like a computer. Glitch. Yeah. So the the AI were saying that we just want to be like y'all. We just want to live amongst the humans and be peaceful. Y'all starting shit now. The big thing in the sky. That, that was like the U.S. Army thing? Yeah. Okay. So Like the U- they basically created yeah. that to combat the AI So system. the U.S. Army was just trying to destroy Asia. What the, do they call it? New Asia New, or New something? Asia. Right. They were just trying to destroy the AI, but that Asia was... Supporting uh, them. Correct. Yeah. So, okay. So I like the... I like that. I thought that was a cool concept. Now, I was confused on John David Washington... What side he was on? Like I was like, okay, wait a minute. Like he was really a soldier yeah. for like the, the humans US or something Army. like yeah, that. And he was playing like a double agent. He, he was, was trying to infiltrate like their group of the AIs, like getting to their their leader. Their leader, so to speak. And, but he fell in love with that girl. Now that woman that he fell in love with, she AI or yes. she was yes. just their leader. She, she, she was have, a robot. She didn't have like the thing in the back of her head though. She was a robot. Then I, how? But well, how was she alive? Like. Wait a minute. So like she Wait, was like the messiah. She was? she was like their messiah because they couldn't kill her. Yep. Remember that, they, that, that was pretty much they that, called that, her like the the Nermada. No, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. their deity, their god that yeah, they prayed right. to. But that I was her she, dad. Her dad was the Ramada and the creator who, who, of AI. What dad? Who's dad? Uh, the, the the Asian group. They never they, they never showed him. They never showed they him. They said okay. that she became like Nermada. Their, their Nermada because yeah. the father passed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But she did die in the explosion. Correct, and she that well, was. Well, they said years. technically she wasn't dead; she wasn't alive. She was just in a coma, yeah, and they couldn't wake her up, and they couldn't kill her because that's against it's their, their programming. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was dope. I uh, thought that was super dope. Yeah, I thought it though. was too. And um, the little kid, I honestly, I had I had tears in my eyes when he was on that ship, and she he had to he like sacrifice. To yeah, 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 I, I was, had tears I in my. Sad. I was pretty hurt by that because uh, I I could see that she was programmed to be more human and she was really like his daughter right because she made she made her like his daughter yep absolutely. yeah she said yeah. she made that like a, daughter, yeah. right? she made a clone daughter. of her her embryo that was that hit home like it really like I and, felt my, yeah, it and my wife actually yeah. called that child she's like i bet that's his daughter that's what i thought too because she I was like, seemed really? to like recognize I see that coming yeah, she kind of like when he walked in that chamber she like looked at him like oh, hey i've been waiting on you and i i i i, I thought it was kind of like okay she can do all things and it took her a while to kind of realize that, okay, you know, and it was just like the golden child would do when she would pray and stuff like, all right, this is the golden child with just in robot version. But I thought it was dope, man. I, I don't, I gave it, I gave it a three and a half. But when I went back today, I gave it four brownie points. It's just, I was confused on some things. I thought I, I, I asked you guys, but so I was just wanted to know that if, if that was, um, AI that her mom was AI. I couldn't re- think of if she was AI or not, but I guess she was robot herself, the Narmada girl, and that they couldn't destroy her because that was against their thing. That was their programming. Wouldn't let them kill her. I thought it was a pretty dope uh, concept, but it was something I've seen before. But I, when he told her, you know, he had to go in there with a little pulse gun. He said, "Hey, just uh, go, go, go on. Um, don't don't don't. I'm not going to kill you. Just go into shutdown mode or what uh, or whatever." Oh, you said go on standby, standby, stand by, not yeah, off. Yeah, and then when they found out, like she didn't go on standby, and the panicking that they went through, and they were trying everything they could, but she was so dope because she can control all electronics and all the AIs herself. She's like the master of all that. So she was like. Like like the Japanese dude, like he, she's gonna go up there and she's gonna get up on that ship and she's supposed to destroy everything. You know, you've been working like yeah. that, yeah, man. Yeah, like, but she's gonna be the one that's our savior. And I just like the, I like how the AI felt human 
And they felt like they just had the right to be there just as much as humans had the right to be there. And I like how John David Washington... Uh, it's, I, here's the second movie I watched of his where I'm confused because Tenet was confusing. I and still I was don't com- understand Tenet. And I was confused yeah, in this Tenet one. Still, I have yeah. no idea what's happening But I still... The the amount that I get I got together and the amount that I put together I thought it was I thought it was a good movie I gave it four brownie points I'm still a little lost on some scenes maybe Ryan will catch up catch it up for me I thought it was dope I thought it was a good time I enjoyed it now, I, 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 now, I had tears in my eyes at the there end, was yeah. one thing about this movie mm. that I do love and appreciate and maybe I can probably use that to tip the scale to mm-hmm. make it a two and a half out of five and it was the fact that they didn't make AI in this movie evil no they did not. I like the angle because they are, and like how many AI movies have we seen where they make the AI like the one system that's trying to Terminator, break down all, yeah. and this one like Terminator and what's that one movie with a child above and a old girl that was in Mission Impossible what was it called Eagle Eye Eagle yep, I remember that. I never saw it but I know what movie you're talking oh, about. I about it was actually pretty it had Billy Bob Thorne in there yeah. I thought that movie was pretty decent but once again they always make AI to be like the one system was like oh man we, have, we must kill all humans like have really you all like, seen uh, District 9 or something like that I love yeah. that movie yeah is it similar I love to that, that somebody movie. said it was like that um, um, to me it, it uh, from the same director of District 9 the, okay. it was the not 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 creator oh. but uh, the District 9 uh, Bloom Camp director uh, he made a movie with Matt Damon called Elysium oh Remember? Elysium I've seen that I, was, I enjoyed that it one was I enjoyed right. the hell out right. of Elysium yeah, yeah. I, did, I, yeah, I thought this was. I dope. put this on the same level as Elysium. Yeah. Like, to me, this was not on the same groundbreaking sci-fi level as Terminator or no. for Blade Runner twenty forty nine, for that matter. Or right. which you guys need to watch Steven Spielberg's AI with Six Sense Kid. You guys are not ready for that. That's gonna blow y'all away. AI like that like that Eagle Eye. Age of Ultron, like, they always got to make like these damn AI systems like the most evil thing that's ready and, and to kill they, humans. And then they said as she gets older, she get more advanced. Yeah, because that's what they were saying. They were saying like since she's so young, like she doesn't have the range yeah. to get to Nomad. Right, like, they had right. to get her up there. That's right, why. Right, and and then she, but she really wanted to be a person because she was saying like. He was saying, like, I can't go to heaven because I'm a bad person. She was like, yeah, well, I can't go to heaven because I'm not a person. That, like, hurt me. I'm like, damn, that sucks. Cause you can yeah, see that well, she just wanted to be good, human. Yeah, Good yeah. good stuff there. Yeah. Good cinema. And, um, yeah, one of one of my favorite, and that's uh, another reason why I like listening to people review movies. I'm not that good at it myself. I think you guys are actually better critics than I am. We all love movies. You are hard critics sometimes. I, 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 don't, I don't think I am. But I, I do respect. It, it, for me, Especially, it's kind of it's kind of hard to critique why we like something. I I think if you watch anybody who watches enough movies, they can sit there and explain what the plot is. But I do think it it does it is it's kind of hard for me to sit there and say, okay, so why did I like or dislike it? And I will say I like this movie a lot, and just because I don't put it at the top tier of the Terminators and Blade Runner twenty five. 2049s or even Ex Machina in the sci-fi classic range, I still enjoyed the hell out of it. And I will say that um, another thing I like to hear about critics is they take other things out of it that that I didn't because there are other movies that I obviously felt the inspiration from, but I, I didn't see the um, the uh, what's the Eddie Murphy movie y'all were just talking about? Um, the Golden Child. Golden Child. Yeah, I didn't. I, it absolutely took inspiration from the Golden Child for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the movies that popped in mind were that Elysium movie with Matt Damon, Blade Runner, both the original and twenty forty nine, AI, 
directed by Steven Spielberg with Forrest Gump, Sixth Sense Kid, and a movie that I'm sure you guys probably won't watch until y'all are on your deathbed just because it's anime. But Akira, Akira has influenced so many of our modern day filmmakers. And I've, I've seen that movie. The, the, the anime Akira? Oh, oh, my bad. I thought you meant like Akira and the B. My oh, bad. sorry. No, no, no. I'm way off. But I will. Uh, um, hey, you're not far off because if you've seen Nope, which I didn't like that much. You saw the movie Nope about the little, yeah, little you, white alien in the sky. Mm-hmm, or, uh-huh. if, if you saw Akila from Akila and the Bee. Kiki Palmer, shout Kiki out to Kiki you. Palmer. Remember, she was driving that bike at the end. Remember that little slide she did in the yeah, dirt? Yeah, you said that. Yeah, yeah. That's straight from Akira. And Jordan he, Peele is obviously an Akira fan. He said he was. Really? I saw a yeah, I, you're him. right. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that, that was an obvious night. That was one of the baddest shots in movie history. I didn't think he was putting Easter eggs in this movie like that. He, he did. Yeah, I was, I was straight from Akira when she did that slide in the dirt coming up. Um, but yes, Akira, pretty much the plot line of Akira is about a kid who has supernatural telekinetic abilities and has the powers of the universe in his body. He can levitate, fly, do mind control on people, lift objects up. He's all powerful. And they pretty much blamed him for ending World War Three. They thought it was an atomic explosion, but it was really a kid who had these supernatural powers. And it involved military personnel breaking in, trying to actually steal Akira's remains from a military center. That's the, that's the first 30 minutes of Akira. And people who have similar abilities to Akira, they're trying to keep them secret. So, yeah, that whole infiltration of finding that kid in mm. this crater, obvious Akira inspiration. I, I appreciated that because that's a movie Hollywood has been trying to make for the past 30 years, and they can never get it done. But this is about as close as they can get. It, it, this was obvious Akira motivation. And, uh, yeah, I grew up reading um, a lot of Roger Ebert reviews. Um, and one of the lines that always stuck out with me with Roger Ebert, who I still think is the best movie critic of all time, he said, the movie business is not what you're, what the movie's doing, but how you go about doing it. In other words, nothing is original. Any movie you see, you're going to see stuff borrowed from other movies. It's how you're going about doing it. And I thought this movie went about doing it damn good. Yes, it borrowed from a lot of other better sci-fi movies. I don't want to see Creator 2, honestly. I think this story should just be one and done. But I do have to... I I, I got to... I got to champion original content in the IP world when every, everything has to be based on a property to even get made or have a budget like the creator had. So there's no I, book or anything? This exactly. Is this isn't based on a book. This isn't based on a video game, a toy, a comic book. This is just an original idea from a filmmaker. Um, and we need we need more of that. We need, uh, we need more of that. Everything can't be a sequel or or a Hollywood uh, comic book movie, which, I, which I, hey, I'm one of the biggest fans of what Marvel's done over the past 15 years. But we I, we need a variety. We need more Killers of the Flower Moon, which hopefully is good. We need more movies like The Creator. Is it one of the best movies of all time? No. Was it one of my favorite movies of 2023? Yes. I'm actually quite shocked. Tommy didn't enjoy as much. I as thought he would like I thought, that. Yeah, I thought, I thought we were I all going to be I wanted to like it. I really, really wanted to I, like it. The only reason I gave it a four is I was confused. I would have gave it a higher score because, like I said, it had me in my emotions. I felt for the girl. 
and I, I wanted her to survive, and I felt for the people that were mixed with the AI, uh, AI, I felt like, you know, like the first, that one part where they were like, tell me I'm going to shoot this dog. I felt like, man, I just feel yeah, Please right. don't yeah, shoot that yeah, dog. Yeah. Please don't. But did you see something? I saw somebody, I, this is not coming from me. I, I, I watched a review on it. He, uh, that, that Chris Stuckman dude, he said that he liked how, you know, usually the the Denzel, uh, John, David, John Washington. David Washington character would be like, no, man, don't shoot the dog. He said he he liked the fact that he didn't get up and say that. He liked the fact that he figured it out how to open that. Why they were threatening Yeah, him. why they were threatening instead of, you know, the typical, man, no, cool. no, you know, don't do that to the dog. Let me, no, you're too harsh. Remember, I, and, I, I yeah, like yeah, Chris yeah, Stuckman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said that, that that was, I didn't realize. I was like, damn, that is dope. So, yeah, man, I like I said, it hit me in the heart, especially at the end. So, but no, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, no, I, I finished what I had to say. I'm, yeah. I'm just shocked Tom did. Yeah. I, I'll give it four and a half. I'll give it four yeah. and a half. I uh, I am really jealous. Um, <laughs> I am really jealous. Hey, I, I you just guys left that theater like, oh my god! Like what? Like hey, what? Hey. A, maybe I'm just being like really picky about how I like review certain movies. But I feel if I see like a an element of an old movie that already came out mm-hmm. and they couldn't top what they did in that one, it feels like yeah, oh, you could have done so much better than that. Like it's for, for of, it, like for me. The two key things that drive my opinion on movies, because I think Ryan brought that up, and I'll, I'll ask y'all if y'all want to answer. The t- like, what like really pulls you in a certain direction as far as watching a movie? Is it the entertainment value, or is it the emotional attachment? For me, I kind of needed the emotional attachment first. Entertainment value is another thing. Now, anything else y'all might throw on there, like a uh, nostalgia, like a um, like intellectually, if you just learn something from the movie, like <coughs> that's all well and good. But for me. I needed the emotional attachment. I, I I don't know why, but I didn't feel like the emotional attachment to the movie that I originally thought I was going to get when I first saw the first five minutes of the movie. I thought it was going to be based mostly around him trying to find his wife. And I'll probably like maybe like 30 minutes into it. I was like, his wife can't be alive. I'm like, I, I feel like something is going wrong right now. Cause first off, it's the military. What they always do in these fucking military movies when they're at war, there's always some evil general or mm. colonel or something like that. Very like that. True. But she, that that general that you're talking about, she had her own feelings in it because her sons were, she said the AI ripped her sons apart, like killed yeah, them. one yeah. of her sons. Yeah, or son. Yeah, so I could see her motive. Now, yeah. was that, the, did that same lady you were just talking about, was that, did she survive that crash when that bomb landed on the back of her jacket? Remember one of the AI robots. No, she died. She, she died. Yeah, up. like yeah. the AI stopped it at first, but then I think, but I think, um, ah, oh, damn, something happened to the the little girl, or whatever. Then it started ticking again, and then it blew up. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember that because originally she did like the one hand thing, and she stopped. She it, stopped it, yeah. and then something happened or whatever. And the next thing you know, it started ticking again. And then she blew up the same way. Yeah. Like she stopped like that one robot on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Like she stopped it, and then somebody shot her, and then it started ticking again. Right, but wasn't. Yeah. I thought she popped up in the movie after that crash because remember, no, I never. John David Washington, he found that other guy, and I thought she was still hunt. She was still hunting him. After one that. girl did get one stuck in the the, the middle scene when they jumped on that plane, and it. That's blew what up. I'm talking about. Okay, no, no, no. The general had was at the end of it. 
she died when in that little um, that monk, little, monk thing that they had. Yeah, where they had like their um, the little chapel where his wife was. Yeah, where she was yeah. Okay, support. so that was a different girl that got that stuck on her back. Yeah, that was okay. just more, that, that was, was that was the main. Okay. No, 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 no. The gotcha. general was gotcha. like. Remember when they met yeah. him at, like early in the movie by yeah. the pool and they were trying to talk to him? Is that like that one uh, general guy that had like the glasses? That yeah, had, I yeah. thought that was the same lady that got that oh, stuck no, on her no, back. No, no, no. She did get one on her back, and they like he said uh, the girl stopped. Uh, what's her name? Alfie. She stopped it, and then they started fighting again, and she and she let it go, and it blew up all of them. Yeah. So, yeah, because I think that they were trying to kill her mom, so she realized, I'm going to just let y'all blow up. That's you know? right. So, That's right. No, yeah. they were trying to get her to, because um, cause they just took her off live sport, and they had, like, that one device. But I thought it was pretty cool where you could, like, uh, hook them up to it, and you could see, like, their, oh, their, mem- their, like, the, the, last like the memories, uh-huh. like, converted to another body, and then get her talking again. I was like, all right. Like technology like that is kind of interesting, but overall, I just thought the movie. Just, I wanted more emotional attachment. I think mostly because I just sell for the fact like the wife ain't going to be alive. Like, so he's, the, he's on. A, like, I thought a, the the John David Washington and the girl uh, emotional attachment was enough for me. Me too. That father daughter relationship hurt. was there for me. I I, I, was, I had tears in my eyes. In the yeah, I, it was. Yeah, yeah. And um, he must have got some popcorn in your eyes. So <laughs> so, so what's what's even uh, crazier is you guys are saying that she was AI. That's I always saw it once, and I didn't notice it at first. But so he he could have sex with this AI and have a baby. Is she his baby, or she made her in the image of the baby? She made her in the image of. She uses that that brain implant technology yeah, to create yeah. that daughter figure. So yeah, wait, the wife couldn't have been AI. How the hell is she on life support? She was. She wasn't on white life support. She was at the yeah. She wasn't because she had like that breathing tube or whatever yeah, on her. I they, don't think she was. I AI. thought they found Cause, her. Cause, I thought they found her in the robot room. Remember the little girl said, "Mommy," and she pulled at, the, at the end. That was like a clone. They had made like clones of her. Yeah, I remember yeah. when you could, you yeah, could, you could right. donate your right. likeness yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, or that's right. They had a lot of hers. In yeah, there. yeah, yeah because right. she's. I think she was human. She was just creating this AI. All the she was just the mother of all the AI. Like she created that whole existence. Or or her or her dad and, and watch, so I, on and so I on. I gotta watch it. Yeah, again. because yeah. his wife that you know, at the beginning of the movie she was human. Yeah, I was like, how did he get her pregnant? If she was, AI? she just made like an yeah. AI version of their baby. She was a genius, basically, and she made like the smartest. Remember, the dude was in her ear or in her back. He's like, man, I ain't never seen technology. She's gonna change the world. I remember she got that. technology, and so she made her to be the best of them. Basically, they already had worshipped her, and so like she's like the golden child. Like she was supposed to be like the savior. But I, I now. But I they said her dad was the AI uh, creator, the one they talked about the big in the beginning credits. The Nermada, yeah, that's what I thought. That was her dad, so, so yeah. that's why I, I assumed that was she was AI herself. But I think humans, they, humans created it, though. Yeah, humans yeah. work with yeah. the AI. Yeah, yeah. But so, still, a robot. Who is the wife? The the, mom, the girl. At the very least, the the dad of the girl was a robot. I I would assume so. I don't know because I think they made them to help with like work and stuff, right? I mean, right. And then they they but the okay, I see what you're saying. That it, it could very well be a they never they never even said that person. They, they never explained why. The, so the humans let off the bomb that blew up L.A. Yes. So mm-hmm. why did they do that though? They claimed it was a glitch. They, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, more than likely, um, they did it on purpose just to give a reason to the, to hate the AI, to, yeah, yeah, to start a war. Yeah. I mean, United States is notorious for having inside knowledge of Pearl Harbor right, right. and 9-11. And at the very least, I can definitely understand they just couldn't take responsibility. For it. It's like, hey, man, we can't say that we fucked. Yeah, we fucking yeah. killed like 
a million people in Los Angeles because we fucked up on the technology. So they mm-hmm. wanted her dead because she was a threat to mankind, to them. Yes. Yeah. Her you, being so powerful. Exactly. You yeah. don't want to be number two on the food chain. Right, right. But she didn't want, they didn't want that. They just wanted to be uh, coexist. Right. Basically. So, yeah. That's, right. That's, that, that's that was a positive. Yeah. yeah, the robots yeah. weren't trying to take over the world. They just wanted to coexist. Yeah. So I, I appreciated that. Yeah, me too. That was a different take on it because usually they trying to take over and they, they got a, a war. That's what it means. It's like a war between mankind and AI. Mm-hmm. But they just wanted to be here with us. They they kind of like admired humans. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. We'll fight if we have to, but we still love them. But we have to fight them if they come over here. You know what I mean? So no, they were yeah. very compassionate and, and everything like that. They, they didn't were, have no evil robot. No, leader. no. And David, uh, John David Washington... Half robot himself. His leg was robotic and his arm was robotic. Yeah. Yeah. So W M yeah, double amputee. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I thought it was dope. Yeah, yeah I thought it was I thought it was sweet. I thought this movie was awesome. Yeah, I gotta watch it. Yeah, I'm about movie. to watch it again because I I walked I, out of there thinking I can't his wife was a robot. I, <laughs> and I thought that was a miracle if, child. If that's true, that is even doper. I don't think she was, but if that's true, that's what makes her dope. And he that's why he thought she was alive, but she was really in a coma from that explosion. Yeah, I remember and, he met up with this old soldier who had that Asian that girlfriend. Asian girl that got blew up. Yeah, but they yeah. didn't they didn't show that little circle on the back of her neck right away. Oh, no, no, she, she had did it. have she had it. They yeah. showed that yeah. on her, you uh-huh. know, because like right right by little ears, you can like see through their their mm-hmm. head, whatever. Like, yeah, I can definitely see that on her. Oh, okay, I, I didn't know. Yeah, and the girl was wife. gaining sympathy when she saw how he felt about that robot being blow up. She sat there and watched him, and he was crying and holding a little Asian. That got blew up by the police. Yeah, and the little girl Alfie was she was gaining and learning. Like, damn, you know, humans they are compassionate. You know, I mean, they and it's, it's it's okay to feel this way. And I maybe I am more human than I thought. You know, what I mean, so I thought that was that, 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 it's, it's good. I liked it. All right, man. I, like I said, I'm, I'm very jealous that y'all got all that out there because I was just watching. It. I first of all, I was like, this movie is too long. They could have condensed it by you know thirty minutes at the very least, man. Like movies like that. I don't feel like it's a good idea to like to drag it on. Mm. Like I hate like that final act where they dragging it on. I was like, man, you could have sped this up by at least. She even left him twenty a, minutes. A token. She put the little chip in one of those robots so that he could have his last moments with her. I thought that was dope. You know, yeah, she. Was, I think she meant for them to all get on that ship, but they just couldn't get on in time. And of course, he sacrificed himself for her. She he she needed to be there. She's the leader of the, the new world or the AI world or whatever. You know, so I thought that was dope. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I Me thought too. it was real dope. Yeah. All right. Well, shout out to y'all for enjoying yourselves. All right. And the only thing that's happened far as I'm concerned as far as future projects, uh, Loki season two was starting mm-hmm. uh, what, Thursday. So tomorrow for all you guys for who's going to be listening to this. And I can't tell you how fucking excited I am that Loki two is coming out. I've been looking forward to this for a while. I think this is going to be Marvel finally like getting their shit together and making good product again. I might need to watch the last two episodes of the first Loki to kind of get a refresher because it's been a while. Oh, yeah. The, yeah last, so. the last two episodes were really fucking good. And uh, let's see what you know Jonathan Majors does here because I know he's in this. So Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him again yeah. and hopefully he makes it through his legal troubles. We um, uh, I don't know if you guys want to go, but we're going to go see The Exorcist Friday night. Uh, so um, the more the people I know in the movie theater, I'll feel better about watching this because I'm terrified. Uh, I hope, well, I, wifey? 
yeah, Lacey's going to go, and a guy from work bringing his wife. They, we all going to go, and I'll see if y'all guys want to go. 720 show Friday night at Regal. I don't you? know if my wife's going to make it. I think she, because she works the weekend at, oh, the, really? at the Haunted Jail in Columbia City. Oh, really? I, the, yeah. That's worth going to, the Haunted Jail. Man, y'all bring never, a lot of evil in this weekend. <laughs> Holy cow. The Exorcist, Haunted Jail? Yeah. Um, I'm going to church. I'm bringing a Bible with Man, me. Man, shut up. You know you've been to jail before. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> it was not, yeah. Yeah, I, I, but I definitely want to see the Exorcist. This, that comes out. Yeah, I saw that trailer again. That trailer does scare the shit shit out of me. I was like, oh, man. Your wife get, uh, like, discounts at the haunted jail? Oh, yeah. She can probably get get me in. But I I, I never take her up on it. I was like, man, going to jail is terrifying enough. I know. Why y'all got to make it haunted? The last time I went there, we were down there for a long time. I was like, all right, now. It was to a point where we tried to go underneath these ropes, and they came and got us. Like, hey, that's the wrong way, guys. You're going to get the hell out. <laughs> you about to get the hell out. Hell, they were You're there eating. The ghosts are there eating chips and cookies. <laughs> and shit. Like, man, y'all went the wrong way, man. This ain't scary. Yeah, shit. Let me out of here. I'm not scared no more. I'm just tired of walking around in this motherfucker. But it, the haunted jail, they got it now where you got like a. You get like a platinum one. You can go up. Oh the yeah, they got the fast pass, the fast pass, or something. It's just expensive. I think it was like $17 a person or something like that. She Damn. said at certain times they get up to like $60. A person? Yeah. Damn, well, uh, yeah. Michael, the real Michael Myers better be in that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> shit. Man, because I, I just, nothing, unless you're talking about the extras, I'm, I know that this is people, it's for kids, you know, but um, I, if they've changed anything, maybe I might try it because we've been looking for somewhere to go. There's an indie screen park in Anderson. That's just $34 a person. All right, man. They really, yeah. they really robbing people. Yeah, they here. are. They are. So, like, come on, we ain't all balling like that. Hell no. Shit. And I, I don't. It's just not even good. When you go to those attractions, the people ahead of you ruin it because they scream. Now you see it. Like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, damn, thanks for ruining it. You know what I mean? Like, so I've been to one of those. I've been to haunted jail since high school. Oh, there's some funny screams though, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you hear a couple of those out of nowhere. <laughs> Sounds very entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I ain't never been to one of those haunted jail, like seven layers of hell, the black forest. I ain't never been to any of that. The black forest is definitely for kids, but the haunted jail is creepy because it's dark and and it's a real jail. And we, you know, we don't like jails. I was kind of scared as a teenager. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, Yeah, my friend was like, "Are you? You you better not be holding my shirt, Ryan." Like, no, that's not me. (laughs) That's not me. At the end, they got like a leather face and what a or the leaf blower that looks like a chainsaw and he chases you and you just hear people running and screaming and shit. So, yeah, that's pretty dope. But I just can't fathom paying, you know, $20 a person anymore and then standing in that long-ass line, you know. So, I don't know. It's, it's for the kids, though, you know. So. Well, my kids don't want to do it. So they don't do it? No, no, they have no desire. Because my, my other son, he don't even want to watch a horror film. <laughs> like, you going to take him to, like, to a 3D version of this shit? Like, no, nah, he don't want to do that shit. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to yeah. see my ass at home. And I appreciate that. But, yeah, my kids my kids ain't built for that kind of thing, man. <laughs> they do not want that smoke. No, I don't I don't blame them at all. And I don't want to do that just because I'm like, me. I ain't standing no long ass I line. damn near don't want that smoke. I don't yeah, blame oh, man, him. yeah. My drive. Now, now, anything else new that's coming up? This weekend, like what what comes out this weekend? I can't remember what the hell Besides comes the out. Now, keep, uh, Is the coming don't out this let weekend? me be the wet blanket. I know Tommy said I put a damper on things, but just remember, this Exorcist movie is directed by the same person who uh, made your favorite Halloween movie well, of all time. He did good with the first two. I the agree. Third one, he fumbled the ball I, I, to I, me. I, yeah. The third one was absolutely the worst in this new era. Yeah. 
So but I, I liked all three, honestly. Yeah, I, I understand. It, it's just that, you know, that Exorcist is such a... And, you know, like, I I talked to a guy at work. He didn't even think Exorcist was scary at all. So some people maybe don't think this is scary. But maybe just because my I know my, my... It's not so much a religious... It's a superstition thing for my, my family, you know. They don't want that bad voodoo. As much as we go to casino, we don't want the exorcist on us. You know what I mean? So I hear you. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I still want to see it, but just because of the sake of the podcast, and I love horror. But we're, when you're dealing with like supernatural and religious stuff, where you don't know if it's real or not, that that gets me. Now I know Saul and Michael Myers ain't real, but you talk about demon stuff. That kind of gets to me. I don't it has know. potential yeah. to be absolutely horrifying. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I'd be lying if I said I was excited about it. I, I'm, I not, think, gonna, I'm I, not gonna I, lie. I say I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, because The Exorcist was done so long ago, and they've had remakes, and they've had people try to redo that same stuff, and it just hasn't worked. It exactly. doesn't work. <laughs> so uh, for them to name this The Exorcist, they better bring it. You know, they better bring it for to compete with that first Exorcist. So. How how y'all think it's gonna be um, box office wise? Um, I think you think, people, you think there's a lot of hype. You think, think over under thirty million dollar opening. I'm going to say go between over, twenty five to thirty. 25. I think they might go over because of Halloween itself. Okay, I wasn't thinking about that angle. Yeah. It is October. Yeah, and, then, and it really is not that much to compete with at this point. And this a uh, you know this to take your take your wife or girlfriend or whatever to to see scary shit time. You know, so I think it might go over for that. I don't know if it's going to be good, but I think it's going to get a crowd. You know what else is coming? Anything else is matching? It nothing right else. Now? Nothing else is coming out. The really this weekend. Been out for a couple Taylor weeks. Swift yeah. gonna come out for another couple of weeks. So Beyonce got has got something out. Though. Beyonce, she, yeah. that's coming out in December. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, huh. I, I, I I really feel her Lemonade should have came out in the theater. That if you guys haven't seen Lemonade, that's on HBO mm-hmm. Max. That that is an absolute filmatic masterpiece. Whether you're a Beyonce fan or not, if you're a fan of good filmmaking or good music videos. Good Lord, I've never seen uh, an artist of her caliber have that much creative freedom just to do that, make a music video for all 10 songs, and to make it one thematic story. Lemonade is Beyonce's um, Mona Lisa. That's her masterpiece. Please watch that. Renaissance, I've heard, is going to be a little bit different than the Taylor Swift one just because they're going to show behind the scenes, have a couple music videos. She hasn't even... She was planning on making music videos for all of this Renaissance CD. So it's going to be a couple music videos, behind-the-scene footage intertwined with the concert footage, as opposed to Taylor Swift just being a concert film. I'm interested. Um, can't say I'll be paying unless uh, unless uh, a hot date wants to go see it, and then I'll make that <coughs> sacrifice. Yeah, but, yeah, half-naked Beyonce and... Uh, Possibly a little booty call afterwards. Yeah, that, that might be worth the money. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, Exorcist was supposed to come out week after next until Taylor Swift came to town. I'm sick of Taylor Swift now. I'm, I'm telling sick. you, what the hell is going on? I'm lost their you. minds with this. And now she's even being rumored to be in Deadpool three. Did y'all hear that? What? Because she's there with uh, Deadpool and um, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman and the, the director yeah. of Deadpool was there. Yeah. yeah, they were all sitting up there in the suite. I don't need this. This, I'm, this is like one of the worst rollouts I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, if I'm Travis Kelsey, I don't want you hanging with Deadpool and Wolverine. Like, come They're on, dead man. serious. <laughs> it's from Pinochle time <laughs> out there, man. I don't trust that. I can't play right. Oh, yeah. yeah Jackman can't. and Ryan Reynolds are giving plenty of Pinochle time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not bad looking guys. I don't think I can 
focus on the game and looking up there with them two up there standing next to you. Uh, no, hugging I, every time I every somebody does anything. I, I understand, and that's a little, but that that is a sign of a good relationship yeah. when uh, you can trust your girl around uh, I, somebody like you that. You think it's real? I think it's they just doing this for for some more limelight. I think it is real. I don't think it's real. It, it, this don't it, look like a national. So you don't couple. you don't think Travis Kelsey's banging Taylor Swift? He right might. We gotta give her a pinochle, but I don't think it's this dude. The girl he had before Taylor Swift is way finer. It's not. It's just about money. It's not about looks. Because yeah, she might have been she, finer, but she ain't the one I want to. I want to marry. Who Taylor Swift? No, I'm oh, talking about the girl before. That. Oh yeah, she was finer, but she looked like an see, IG I, model. If I was a professional athlete She's, or just wealthy, yeah, I would see myself being. More attracted to just an at somebody who's not famous. I, I don't think I'd want that well, extra spotlight to, on me. To Travis That's Kelsey, me, she's she's famous because she yes, yeah, yeah. way but, more famous than Travis Kelsey is. You think she's sexy? She's cute. She, Taylor Swift. Is I would cute. never from, say Taylor Swift is. Sexy. She doesn't have she sex is. appeal to she me. Is. I'm just saying if we're talking about female artists, she's she's, she's I a pretty she, woman. If, but if I, I, I could wouldn't. bang ten female artists, I don't know if she'd be in that top. No, 10. no, no. That's all I'm saying. She looked like she's really dorky. She yeah. looked, she looked like she laughed at every knock. I like know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my god, you're so funny. I'm like, yeah. like, shut up. <laughs> and like, Travis Kelsey kind of like, I felt like he had like this like show. he a handsome ass dude. I, I felt like, like he had a show he where he was like uh, like the bachelor kind of where he had. I like, think he did like fifty women. Come you gotta be like he yeah. had like a little flavor of love. Yeah, thing, like yeah, gave people yeah, a rose and yep, shit. Yep, yep. So so uh, yeah, I like him and Ray J are. Best friend. Oh, yeah. No, nah, don't you do that. Don't you do that, man. <laughs> Travis Kelsey, man, he, like, I can tell that. That is one white boy right there. I've seen, like, a lot of black girls, like, all right, he can get it. Yeah. And he's actually talented. He Unlike is. Ray J, he yeah. is actually he's one mean, of the best I've been saying shit, but people like, oh, Taylor Swift pit him on. I was like, pit him on what? Like, he won two Super yeah, Bowls already. Yeah. And the Chiefs don't didn't really look good the other night. I mean, I don't know if Travis. No, I'll say all season. They've been kind of underwhelming. Yeah, They're Taylor Swift rubbing off on them. I don't Taylor know. Swift is going to do to him what Jessica Simpson did to Tony Romo. Yeah. <laughs> he better get that. the hell out of there. I hope so, actually. I hope so. I hope so. And then she's going to make banging a song. him make him suck. This well, is like the NFL get out right now. He better get the hell on. I think the NFL need to stop. Taylor Swift. Keep banging him. I don't want to play the Chiefs in the playoffs this yeah, year. Yeah, because Taylor Swift going to have all the, the Swifties there. Yes. And then it's just going to be all on top of Buffalo if they do make it to that Please. Yeah. Please. Yeah, keep banging Travis Kelsey. Yeah. We're messing him keep up. Him, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm yeah. becoming a big Taylor Swift fan tonight. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank no, you. this is going to be a bunch of white women there, like Kansas City Chiefs games. Yeah. Like, you see white girls at horror films. <laughs> like, I don't need that. Travis Kelsey jersey, $340 now. <laughs> you know what's bad when they're talking about Taylor Swift on ESPN. Yeah, that is bad. I was and, like, why the hell is she a first take subject right now? Well, I think um, some NFL watchers were getting annoyed with it, and they complained about how much she was getting shown like on every little play. They like, just she show shouldn't her. get like, covers. I remember yeah. Obama went to a game, and they ain't covered it no, that damn much. I don't know. Like, what the hell is going on? Taylor Swift, so what? But they're getting them girls from the age 17 to 20, you know, five or whatever. Oh, yeah. Roger Goodell and the NFL owners are not complaining. No, hell no. Yeah, there's more money for them. They get sure. more coverage just because she's there. Like, all right, oh, yeah. whoopty right. fucking do. Like, calm down. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to be fine. They were fine right. before Taylor Swift. They're going to be fine after. Now, the worst, the person who's getting it the worst is uh, Patrick Mahomes' wife. They show like oh, a, she annoying. They, as saw, a they saw the picture of her. They had like Taylor Swift with Ryan Reynolds and uh, Hugh Jackman. They were all hugging, and she was down there like filing her nail. 
Like they was like, yeah, she's not important anymore. Like nobody came to see her ass. Like she was like in the third Dead row, serious. and then they were up in the press superstar. <laughs> you got yeah. two of the biggest movie stars in yeah, the world. Yeah, one of the biggest pop artists in the world. Nobody, but she shouldn't feel ashamed. Right, she should be excited. You're hanging out with some of the biggest celebrities right. in the entire planet. Yeah, yeah. that's that's pretty cool. And you dating your husband is one of the richest people in the United States. Yeah. But she, he ain't Taylor Swift. Yeah, she ain't Taylor Swift, though. <laughs> Taylor, so. I don't think... They just know her to be like she's that a, annoying-ass girl for Patrick man, Mahomes. she's worth like $900 million right now. Like She's she's pretty much a billionaire at this point. So That is that is just crazy. I ain't yeah. want to sidetrack us with Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm sick of her. Good God man. almighty, man. But I am going to go see The Exorcist. If you if want to join, Ryan, anybody want to join, let me know. If okay. I get a date, I'll go. Yeah, I'm scared. I may I may be available. Maybe I'll bring my son or something. Yeah, and bring me, a, depending and on bring a priest or something. Because oh, I'm gonna bring holy water. I'm gonna bring my cross and everything like that. Oh, yeah. oh man, I'm gonna bring the whole armor. I got God that little me. purple thing they put over their shoulders. I'm gonna have one of those. <laughs> Think, like, man, shit. I'm I because me and my dad talked about it. She like, Sean, you sure you want to watch that? Like, yeah, you know. He said, I thought about it, but I told your mom I don't think I can handle that. My dad, they just don't like anything dealing with no exorcism. So we'll see. Uh, I agree. And most exorcism movies suck in my yeah. opinion. The I actually is as scary as it gets. Yeah. But. Yeah. I got a feeling that it's not going to be as near the original, but we'll see. Of course. I'm not. giving it a chance. I'm giving it a chance. Well, the trailer did look pretty yeah. good. So I'm uh, I'm going to be optimistic on that one. Oh, yeah. Now, any any headlines, any cinema streets we got to we gotta cover? Anything else going on? Ryan, we got any uh, updates on the on the... <laughs> on the strike, yeah, the writer strike's over. Yeah, Actors it's over, still right? striking. Officially, they officially did come over. to a deal. I did see that. Um, reading a little bit between the lines, it doesn't look like the writers got everything they wanted. They came to an agreement, uh, but uh, the Cliff Notes version of it is um, they settled. The writers settled just because they saw that the executives weren't going to budge, and I think the biggest um, change we'll see in popular entertainment is shorter seasons for TV shows just because they're not going to increase the wages for these writers. So series that usually go eight to 10 episodes expect to see more six to seven um, winning time Mandalorian type seasons. They're not going to go the full 10 episodes. That means less production budget, less money. They got to pay the writers, but at the end of the day, uh, they're still going to be able to make a living wage. If you write a, a TV show that goes into production. That's pretty much the dream. If you're a writer, you should be, yeah, the money's not like it's going to, it's ever going to be in the past, but that's just the way of the industry right now. Less TV shows are on premium networks. Most new shows are going to streaming networks. And unfortunately the way streaming makes its money is a lot different than the TV shows that come on ABC and NBC make their money because they're getting far less advertisement dollars. Um, these streamers, they got to make their profit by increasing subscribers. And, uh, yeah, that fluctuates up and down per month. Uh, sometimes you just can't afford to pay to pay for Netflix that given month. I'm sure you got to budget things. Uh, do I want to eat uh, steak and potatoes or watch Netflix this month? Some people, people got to make those decisions. So they're not getting the same advertising dollars. So um, it's a good thing that writers are back to work, but I do think you we will see the effect of this these this new deal that they went ahead and signed. Um, there's going to be lesser 
episodes per season. You're not going to see for those hour long shows. There's going to be more five to six episode seasons as opposed to ten. That I that I think that that's the biggest thing I took from the writer strike. And uh, I did see um, that uh, production company uh, Blumhouse. Um, the founder of that, Jason Blum, he pretty much he recently did an interview. He said, "I'm doing everything I can. I'm gonna whatever it takes. I'm gonna try to get a new Spawn movie in theaters by 2025." Okay. Um, I, I hope that at one point Jamie Foxx was attached. We'll see what happens. I don't have a problem with bringing Michael Jai White back if they have to. I'll I'll, I'll be there opening day. Like he damn near looks exactly the same. Oh, yeah, he, didn't, he aged much. He really didn't. He really didn't. Um, for uh, you physical collectors out there, physical media is definitely going away. On a positive note, one of my favorite movies is coming to 4K uh, this year. JFK, one of the best movies ever made. Kevin Costner, directed by Oliver Stone, about the JFK assassination and the trial where they were accusing the conspirators involved. One of the best cast lineups of all time. You'll see Joe Pesci, uh, Walter Matthau, Jack Lemmon. Uh, uh, what's his face? Um, plays Lee Harvey Oswald in this. Um, crap. Uh, Commissioner Gordon from the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight movies. Gary, Gary, Oldman. Oldman. Gary Oldman. Gary Gary Oldman plays Lee Harvey Oswald. Please, film fans, JFK is a movie. If you haven't seen, watch it. I cannot wait to see what this movie looks like in 4K. Looking forward to that. And um, I think that's about all the biggest news right there. I think the the writers coming to an agreement. That's about the biggest headline in the past couple weeks. All right. So that means television and movies is back in, back in business right now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. We expect some pushback, though, because the sketch over the, that the strike messed up a lot of people's schedules, especially if you're a big star. Um yeah, if you're Ryan Reynolds and you were planning on finishing Deadpool 3 filming this year and uh, you were planning on making uh, The Normal Guy 2 next year, you got to push back that shooting schedule. And yeah, if you sign a big star like that, you can't start production in, until that actor can show up. So this this is a scheduling nightmare for TV shows and movie productions. That's that's what this strike is because all these things are are scheduled well beforehand. Where hey, we're setting aside two or three months. We're going to hire all these people. All that has to be recoordinated. So it's not going to be back up and running smooth just because a couple people sign on a dotted line. Uh, expect to see more delays over the next couple months. But at least writers are back to work. We'll get our entertainment. That's that's one positive. That's that's a real big positive right there. And that's what I was waiting to hear for a long time. All right, hidden gems. Now, if y'all don't mind, I'm going to go first, just because I want to keep it a horror theme since we're finally in October and we're mm-hmm. getting to do the scary movie theme, and I'm going to watch a bunch of scary movies with my family pretty soon just to make sure that, you know, for one, they don't talk shit about my 80s horror films, and they respect some of them. Now, this one is a, not as old as that, but I remember one of y'all brought it up with Johnny Depp when we did our versus battle. From actor, hell? Actor to actor. And one of them that I do appreciate, even though back then I wasn't a really big Johnny Depp fan, but I did like this movie, is going to be Sleepy Hollow for me. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really, really enjoyed that Sleepy Hollow film. 
I don't know how y'all felt about that, but I thought it was actually pretty damn good between Johnny Depp and Christina Ritchie. I thought they did actually a pretty good damn job making that film. And I remember I, I do watch it over and over again. It's very rewatchable to me. So I'll say, yeah, Hidden Gem for me, let's make it quick and sweet. It's going to be Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp and Christina Ritchie. I'm not sure if it's on Hulu or Paramount. But I'm pretty sure it's on Hulu. So hmm. if y'all want to go ahead and look that one up and have a nice little horror film for y'all to watch this weekend with the family and friends, I say y'all should go with Sleepy Hollow for that one. So. All right. For all you Star Wars fans out there, Ray Park, who played the badass Darth Maul with the dual-edge lightsaber, uh-huh. he was the headless horseman on there. That's why he's doing all that badass shit with those axes. Oh, really? Sleepy Hollow. Oh, that's, I never knew that. That's Darth Maul. Huh. Yep. I... I I like that movie. I, that's one of the movies. It doesn't happen often. I let some of my friends influence me into not liking it as much because I bought that movie on DVD and saw it in theaters. I liked it. Um, that movie didn't go didn't go over well with some of my middle school buddies. Uh, yeah, you know, you, you guys have friends over to your house in middle school, high school. Uh, that was one of the movies. A couple friends that slept over my house. They would pick out my DVD collection that they wanted <laughs> to see and. They did, a lot of my friends in middle school, high school didn't like that. I was, I love, I, I'll vouch for it. I, I'm a Sleepy Hollow fan. Paid watching theater, bought it on DVD, and uh, Christina Ricci's cleavage is always a plus. Uh, <laughs> it, it was great. Yeah, it was cool. All right, who got the hidden gem next? Um, I knocked mine's out real quick. Um, it's called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Came out in 2019. I remember the previous yeah, version. Huh? Yeah, this this for a PG 13 movie. Was actually pretty good. Um, it's, a, it's about a book. It was. It is a book from back in the, it. Was, came out as a book. Um, basically, if you read this book, they found this book in like this. These, these kids from like the seventy. I'm gonna say that was the seventies. That's it's, actually based on a book. book. It is based on it a is? book. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And um, they they find this book in like a haunt, like a scary ass old mansion, and the girl start reading the book, and everybody who was around her, whatever she reads in the book, that's how they die. So like one girl, she she gets killed by a scarecrow because she reads this book uh, story about a scare uh, uh, a scarecrow, and then the scarecrow comes to life and kills this this guy. That was actually a guy and a girl. This movie is pretty good for a PG thirteen and almost like it's cheesy, like something Goosebumps would make. But this is actually they actually they take it there for a PG. They, I mean it's PG thirteen, not a lot of gore, but the deaths um, aren't really bad. They don't show all the deaths, but. The ones they do show, I'm like, man, this is all right. Uh, I remember watching this and thinking, like, this is better than I ever thought it was. This is on Hulu. I saw this on Hulu the other day. I didn't watch it, but it made me think of it. Like, I know I haven't thought about this. Uh, but it just takes place where they find, like, this book in a mansion, this old haunted place on accident. And the girl takes the book. And they're like, don't take the book. Of course, she take the book. And she starts reading. And everything in the book comes to life to all of her friends who found the book with her. Was there her. a story regarding spiders? I think this? so. I know there was a, there was a scarecrow one. I remember the most, um, I, cause the, the guy gets stabbed with the pitchfork. I remember that one the most. Um, it was th- this thing that was under the bed. I remember that part. Um, cause she kept reading it. And I think if you don't read it, something happens too. So she had to read everything for it to go away. And then she tries to hurry up and warn the friends, like, hey, don't do this. And then it's too late. It already happened to them. You know, so it's pretty creepy for a PG-13 movie. And like I said, it almost starts off like it's like something corny. But it, it actually takes it up there a little bit. And it's, it's better than you think. It's on Hulu. If you're in the horror movie, you, you got to be in horror movie time. It's Halloween now. Are they calling it Huluween again? Yeah, they got Huluween popping if you like that. <laughs> uh, it's on Hulu and Tubi, actually, too. I saw it on Tubi. 
So get that a try if you haven't seen it. Scary to- Stories to Tell in the Dark. It is off of a book, a real book. I wouldn't read that book if I were you. Might have scary shit start happening, but uh, no, it, it is. It's a I've pre- actually read that. You read uh, that? I, I did. Oh, okay. it, that book at, at the very least came out when we were in elementary. Oh yeah, school. it came out when we used to do the Scholastic News and shit. Yeah, yeah that's why I asked about the, if there was a girl who had spiders. Because I uh, think so. That's the remember. that's the story that stuck with me the most. My cousin had that book, mm-hmm. and I remember his dad reading that to us. And uh, yeah, some girl apparently had a, a hive of spiders huh. on the back of her ear, and. That that story just um, scared the crap out of me. For some yeah, reason. I remember the scarecrow the most because I felt like that one was like one of the worst ones. Like, damn, they got it bad. Um, but yeah, now get it a try. Scary stories to tell in the dark. It's on Hulu and Tubi. It's, it's Halloween time now. It's starting to start time to start watching these. And this is a perfect Halloween movie. So, yeah. so that's why I love this yeah. show. You guys always remind me of missed movies because that's a movie that I wanted to see too. It's better than it's not a classic by any means, but it's it's better than what you think. Or I, what I, I even thought. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's and yeah, with uh, the way we're bombarded daily with uh, information and entertainment, it's easy to to get sidetracked and and forget about certain things that you wanted to watch or read. <clears throat> That's a movie I wanted to watch. So yeah, good pick, good Ooh. pick, Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, from. For all the listeners out there, we uh, we usually record this podcast on Tuesdays. I know it usually pops online um, surprisingly fast after that, thanks to uh, Tommy and Scott's brilliant work behind the scenes. Usually guys get it online usually Thursday or Friday. But for all the listeners out there, we record these shows on Tuesdays. I usually start putting together my material during the weekend, usually uh, around Saturday night. And pretty much majority of Sunday while I'm watching football, I say, okay, I got I got to catch up on movies, start at mm-hmm. least getting one of these categories written down to prepare for Tuesday. Football takes over. It, it, it really does. does. Yeah. It really, really does. Not for me. Y'all need to work on that. Man. There's <laughs> too much going on. It, it, for sure. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Too much. Especially Saturdays. Friday I'm, is my chance. I get I usually can watch something Friday. See, that? yeah, Friday is when I get a chance to watch. Yeah. But... Saturday and Sunday, I plan on okay. Yeah, I'm going to watch at least one movie or show, and usually I'm not in that much of a rush. I'll I'll just watch after work during the week. But for the podcast, I try to knock it out the weekend. At the very least, I try to let it soak in at least put my thoughts down on paper. Yeah, get ready for Tuesday because it's too much games on. You know, if you don't get it Friday, or you're not going to get it because. I fuck around Saturday. I was watching Washington State and Arizona State and shit. I'm like, God damn it. I got, it's 2 in the morning. I'm watching them Pac-12 at night and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, like, yeah. God damn it. I didn't watch not a single I'll movie. I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. The yes. college game day comes on after this. Or yeah. college uh, wrap-up final. Right, right. Yeah, I got to so, watch, I gotta watch I, college I gotta final. I got to watch all the highlights all over <laughs> yeah. again. I'm like, damn. Oh, hell. Sports Center. I can get to see yeah. more highlights. Yeah. Oh, Big Ten Network. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, y'all got too much access. Oh, <laughs> I got man. too many damn channels. Oh, yeah, college so. football season is so awesome. Yeah. I, I love it. And then the NFL's after that. So exactly. now we go back into a whole other thing. Exactly. Man. Plus, so. you like to gamble on these games on oh, top of that. Me too. So I got to be uh, aware of what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So. I gamble sparingly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is, you, you go at it hard. I did. Yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, one of our favorite YouTubers early in the show, Chris Stuckman. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. Um, I want to recommend to you, Tommy, and any listeners out there, give his channel a watch. Surprise! Every Halloween, he does like a Halloween special throughout October. Mm-hmm. So like uh, once a week, he'll review, once or twice a week, he'll review uh, one of his favorite scary movies. 
throughout the month of October. He did an Exorcist two, I think he did. He did the Exorcist three. Oh, three? Was yes, it three or two, three. Yeah, it, it was, was three. three. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And that was the movie I was planning on having as my hidden gem. Um, I was Friday or Saturday. I think he put it up Monday. A short. I was looking at my YouTube. He put it up Monday. I was damn near about to just say, okay, I'm not even going to review it here. I reviewed it on here. But I'm going to say skip it. I'll give an extra shout out to Chris Stuckman. And this is absolutely a hidden gem just because Exorcist 2 was so terrible. It was bad. A lot of people didn't even give 3 a chance, me included. Um, Exorcist 3 is freaking creepy as hell. Creepy as hell. And I like the fact that it took the detective angle instead of just a priest angle for this. So um, the just a quick backstory: The Exorcist was a book originally before they adapted it into a movie. The writer of that book wrote one sequel. His name is uh, William Blatley. He wrote one sequel. It was called Legion. He didn't get a chance to call the Exorcist Three Legion. They made the Exorcist Two, not based on his book. They just made made their own thing. The studio did. So Exorcist Three is the actual the official sequel to the original Exorcist. If you want to look at it like that, and it does what the best sequels do. It's not a carbon copy of the original, and it tries to do something new. And while still paying homage to the original. So instead of focusing on a priest and a little kid, this focuses on a homicide detective in New York and it's creepy right from the get go. And I kind of, uh, I kind of really respect the buildup of tension and they don't just reveal itself all as much. Cause there's a, um, the first victim in the exorcist, the first murder victim in the Exorcist three, we see off camera. And when you hear the description of how that little kid was murdered, I think it's more disturbing hearing that the late great actor, George C. Scott described that murder um, more than anything. Uh, just to give you a head, just to give you a quick heads up. Um, uh, a black kid got decapitated and they put the head of Christ on that kid. That's imagine being a, a homicide detective. You got to see that laying on the sidewalk in the street, a, a teenager with his head cut off with the head of Christ replacing his human head. Yeah, that sounds Pr- sick. Pretty, pretty disturbing. But unlike Hostel or One or Two or Cabin Fever Two, they don't show it. Just hearing a good actor describe that and the trauma it took on him is disturbing enough and it's it's really really good cinema it's a damn shame this movie's as underlooked as it is um chris stuckman does a much better job reviewing it on his channel on youtube than i can uh but i can't recommend this movie enough i was inspired to use this as my head and gym just because of the new exorcist movie coming out mm-hmm. and to my surprise monday morning chris stuckman reviewed that same movie I'm glad I'm not the only one who appreciates that movie. I, I, I love his channel, and I love it even more seeing that he appreciates that movie as well. Um, Exorcist 3, I would, I would recommend watching the theatrical version. The director's cut is out there, uh, but it's not good video quality because they kind of interchange. I've seen both. So the director's cut, they actually put VHS footage on a DVD. It's not good. Theatrical cut, 
it's the better version to watch. A nice build up for Exorcist coming out this Friday. A good Halloween movie watch if you think you've seen almost everything as it is. Uh, one of the better horror movies in the 90s. George C. Scott, The Exorcist 3 is damn good. Creepy as hell. And the homicide detective mystery angle of it is a welcome relief for most exorcism movies. This, this is a good one. That's, I, I don't think I've seen Exorcist 3 all the way through. I need to watch it. Did you remember the newer Exorcist when they were like in Africa and those dogs ate that little boy? That's I think I did. I do remember that. Yeah, uh, what's yeah, the that name of that movie? Exorcist Return. I can't remember what the hell. I do but remember. It was that supposed one. to be like actually the prequel I to the original that. Exorcist, and how that how that um, it's like they found that little statue that was like the demon statue. But remember the them dogs ate that little. I African do remember boy. that movie. That uh-huh. shit was fucked up. That was creepy too. And then the, the Exorcist was one of the the nurses. The the demon was pretending to be a nurse. Remember he that found movie out. was surprisingly good. Yeah, what the yeah. hell is the name? Of it? it was Exorcist something. You're but, right. Yeah, yeah. So I remember us talking about that movie back came in the day, out in mid maybe 2008, nine, maybe something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. That and movie then, was surprisingly good. Yeah, one of the Skarsgård dudes was in it. The older one, the, the dad. The You're dad, right. The, You're right. The, the dad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Check that. That's out. another guy. That's always the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He yeah, yeah. So all right, we had a pretty good week, y'all. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe I have to watch the creator again. I, I pro- think so, probably man. won't. Yeah, I think I do. it is a long fucking. I yeah. think it was better than yeah, we, one and a half. But that's just, you know your opinion. Yeah. So. No, we all have our opinions yeah. too. So it's my opinion. So therefore, it makes it fact. Good point. Well, it's been a good week, y'all. And I'm looking forward to next week. I'm looking forward to this weekend. I do want to see the Exorcist movie. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, I can make it out with y'all this weekend. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can find a date, man. You you you, you probably gonna be out there. You probably gonna be late. <laughs> like Ryan gonna be like, all right, man, I, I ain't gonna make it, man. I missed the first fifteen minutes. If yes. y'all go, I'll go. Date or not, date or not, I'll go. If y'all going, I'm done. I'll plan on it. Seven twenty Friday night. That's when I'm gonna try to make it to this uh, cold water or Jefferson Port? cold water. I'm cold gonna try water? to. So we might want to get to tickets. I'm gonna get my tickets when I get home. So I'm going out to cold water. I had to bring a blanket or something like that. Yeah. I'd be getting chilly and just laying in those fucking recliners, man. I'd be like, man, I need a pillow. I need a blanket, man. And like, oh, I just need to take take a nice little warm little nap sitting in these damn chairs. Because I was getting ready to fall asleep on the creator. They didn't have that that last act coming. I was like, man, I can nod off right now. This movie should have been that over like surprising. 20 minutes ago. Wow. That like, movie sucked me in right from the get-go. Yeah, I was thrilling. It started out was- pretty good. But towards the end, I was like, man, they're, they're really dragging this I, I did feel its length. I did feel its length. I do agree with you pause, on that. Pause, pause, pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, no homo. No homo. Suck me in. Feel <laughs> its length. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it it didn't right. take a gentle on me. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's better to slow down. <laughs> All right, man. Calm down, man. <laughs> man. You are in violation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so <laughs> oh shit, that's so funny. Yeah. I'm sorry, I ain't mean to laugh. I know, yeah, I didn't mean to laugh. That was funny. <laughs> <I didn't know. laughs> what the hell's wrong with you, man? Dude? Uh, uh, I don't think Tommy's more right perverted than I am, ladies and gentlemen. I am not mature enough right, to get <laughs> past like these immature comments sometimes. <laughs> I tell my wife all the time, you know who you married? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't grown yet. Right. But it's all good, man. But I hope all y'all have a good weekend coming up, and I hope y'all get a chance to go watch The Exorcist, go watch The Creator. 
it is still pretty good. But if y'all want to try something else, man, go listen to listen to what we've been saying. Go check out one of the hidden gems. It is October finally, so you guys go out there and start watching some horror films. All right, so Ryan, nice to see you. Likewise, Sean, always good to see you, fellas. Same. Same. Good luck this weekend for all your teams all and right, your, your betting pools, whatever you've yeah. been working oh, on, yeah. Max. I know you're a gambler, man. Oh, so yeah. hopefully you come back with a little bit more money. Oh yeah. Oh. And you know, once again, if you have looked us up on Facebook, do that already. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify. You know, you know where you get your podcast at. We're there all over the place. So. Hope you have a good weekend, good week, and you know, we'll see y'all next time. Have a good night. All right, good night.